The Those Guys with Ships show is brought to you by Engine. Create your free community website at enjin.com. Yeah, that's that bold right there. Is that is that a wow because your feet still hurt, or a wow because we're all just amazed? Uh, I I'm I, wow because I'm amazed, and wow because we stood in line for so long that everybody in this room smells a little bit like a hot open face roast beef sandwich with onions. That's Ooh. about accurate. And how long was it, Jimmy? <laughs> well, I fortunately didn't get <laughs> because to stand you cheated home that long. Yeah, because you cheated. Cheat. That's right. I did. How about Gleep? Gleep got there two hours early and then waited for like <laughs> that was twenty minutes to go in. He jinxed us, so we had to wait an extra hour because of him. Um, yeah. uh, the Queen G doesn't show up until showtime. It's yeah. true. It's true. true. I purposely dropped. I see what you did there. Mark <laughs> off in line. I said, okay. At, at 11. 10.45. 10.45. And I'm like, okay, see you later. And I'm going to sit in my air-conditioned car, and I'm going to go pick up Gleep. Not that I had to. What a saint. But I, I know. I was, I was so <laughs> I nice to offer up the it, opportunity it nice. to go pick up Gleep and not stand in that line Wait, any longer than I had to. I've got to say thank you to the Atlanta Brothers. Oh, yeah, huge. Yes. Yeah, bravo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Matt and Richard for getting there at... The ungodly hour of I believe they were actually there around ten ish. Mm-hmm. Well, they arrived. They arrived at nine thirty, and they looked and saw that there was nobody in the line. And said maybe we should just wait a little bit before we get in the line. Yeah. So the TGWS crowd was the second person in line. Yep. 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 So we if, were all. We were also the front. The second front row. The front, front, yeah. front what? Yeah. Yeah. Two, three front rows. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I I can't wait to see the presentation online because it's going to be just a sea of TGWS yeah. t-shirts. Well, Jimmy and I were looking. The, the the guy with the camera was literally pointing at us. Yeah. The vast majority of the time. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, they leaned over to you. I'm like the ca- don't look. Yeah. The camera's pointing. at us. I do wonder if if when uh, Chris made the comment about seeing people with t-shirts, yes, he, he looked right he at looked right at us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 We. We are stars. Well, we are those guys with ships, and this is episode number 128 of our show. This is our special CitizenCon Just Been There and Done That episode of the Those Guys with Ships show. Today is October 9th, 2946. You know, somehow I expected L.A. to be less like home back on Earth. I'm going to say this. Uh, this is a, not only a special sitcom episode, but this is if this was a after-school special, this would be a very special episode <laughs> because we're all in the same room. How often does that we happen? Are. That never happens. Yeah. Uh, that's crazy. All Almost impossible to happen. Include yeah, all these including, people. <laughs> including a very, very special guest. Like if this was the love boat, he would be the guy at the very end in the porthole. Jonto. Say hi, Jonto. Hi, Jonto. Hi, Jonto. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> so, so we have here all in one single room. We've got Glee, we've got Ace, we've got Mark, we've got myself, and we have the one, the only Jonto, and a couple of. Uh, we have an audience. A couple of audience members as well. Do you so, want the audience members to say hi? Say hi, audience members. Hello, hello. Who are you? I'm Turd Ferguson. Thank you very much. The famous Turd, the one, the only. Hello. 
And for those of you out there in podcast land, if you don't recognize that voice from in the background, <laughs> that would be uh, the one, the only Mrs. Ace Azami. Yes, we uh, we came down here for my uh, our honeymoon, not honeymoon, wedding anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> already, already awkward gallery. Uh, for our wedding anniversary, it's like a honeymoon to you, right? right. Well, yeah. Well, we had a, we've had a pretty good tr- uh, trip so far. We even even started off the trip by uh, visiting with a TGWS member. We stopped by Vendis on the way down. So, oh, nice! Yeah, yeah, we saw him. He was surprised uh, to discover that the reason we were coming down wasn't just to come see him, but also because CitizenCon was happening and we were just <laughs> passing through. Vendis uh, lose track of things sometimes. <laughs> Gotta get that awkward silence. Yeah. You have to have it. At I was just least kidding. Once. You know we haven't had that many since you weren't. Since you haven't been there. I, mean, I, I wonder if you're the end. Yeah, you're the, the, the golden ticket. Well, I was today. waiting for something it's, from you. It's even better in person. Oh man, right. <laughs> All right. Well, um, so we uh, the event has just happened. Literally. We just left there about an hour ago. So we are going to talk a little bit about our first impressions of the event. And I'm sure um, after we come back from our post-CitizenCon break holiday, we will have more to discuss in detail. But for now, we wanted to get our initial impressions out just because it's... It just happened, and we had everybody here, and this is our, our actually our first opportunity uh, to get a lot of these people, uh, not only face-to-face, but in the same room uh, to do this at the same time, so uh, I think that that's a pretty cool thing, and we wanted to avail ourselves of that opportunity, and a big, big, big thank you to Mr. Jimmy Croker for making all of this happen. Yay! Uh, Yay! Yay! Thanks, everybody. Yeah. Not, not only Sound Wizard, but Limo Driver, too. <laughs> yes. Very short limo. Tiny <laughs> it, is a, it is a very tiny limo. Um, <laughs> Almost like clown li- clown like. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, so um, CitizenCon uh, happened today, Sunday, but uh, the celebration began actually on Friday. Uh, Friday and Saturday, they did live streams uh, Pacific time from noon until six, so they were six hours every day. Uh, did you guys get a chance to watch any of those? Have any impressions on the uh, the live stream events? We were too busy driving. Yeah, I, I did watch the live stream on Friday. Mm-hmm. I believe we talked about that because uh, Gleep and I both put ourselves in for the raffle for the M50. Uh, did, did you win? No, I did not win. Did you win? I didn't win. I didn't win either. I don't really know why. Let's be fixed. I believe probably the raffle Rigged. was fixed. So, uh, but. I did watch it. It was interesting. Well, what about what about the visual fidelity? I mean, they they did something. Okay, so I think we can talk about that. The, the hangers, yes, definitely look different. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it just the lighting, or did they actually go through and do a pass for the for the actual objects or something changing? The, uh, the objects were definitely higher definition because uh, when they you know, they started off, I think, with the self land hanger, and then they progressed through the other hangers. And I know when they did the industrial hanger, and they were rearranging plants, space plants. Yeah. They they did the impossible. They made space plants look sexy. Did they? <laughs> they did. I texted Jimmy immediately and said, "Your plants look sexy." Yeah. Well, see, there you go. Because yeah, I I, I got on because you kept texting. Yeah. So luckily, I know no one at work listens to this, so I can say that I was <laughs> definitely watching the stream while working. Uh, under uh, under other circumstances, I have done that, but I was so busy on Friday that I just couldn't get to it, and I kept seeing you guys texting back and forth. I'm like, "What is it? What is it? Yeah. I want to see it." Looks, yeah, it, was, it looks good. The industrial hanger, uh, maybe my new favorite. 
I wasn't that oh. taken with it before, but yeah, yeah, that's good. currently my favorite. Yeah, so I'm, the, I'm really excited to see. I, that I believe change. the Rebel in York was the next one they did. Mm-hmm. I think that's right. And that one, it looked ah uh, the Apple Store hanger. Yeah, it looked fantastic. It did. Yeah, it was an Apple <laughs> Store hanger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And actually, they had the biggest one for the Rebel in York was the the oversized one because the guy had the Starfarer. Right. Right. So right, he, right. Got the, he got the super huge model. Right. Um, but uh, it looked good. But what is why is, was that different than what we have now? Because they haven't talked about vision stabilization happening in 2.6. No, I think part of it was, I, I believe they ran some of the new animation rigging and whatnot for 2.6. Mm-hmm. So I believe some of the animations were newer uh, for the actual So like some like, a, some like, a, some like a 2.5 Bravo? Kind of? Like, like I mean, I think it was a 2.6. I mean, my understanding was that was 2.6 they were showing us. Oh, really? Was it? Okay. I, I okay. believe. Because they, but they were only showing the Twitch hanger. streamers were playing, right? Yeah. Okay, but they were so, only yeah, sh- so it had to be 2.6. Well, they, they, were, they, they were only showing the hanger, though. That's but, all they were doing. But okay. they were playing with people in, in the mini PU. So oh, so maybe that was yeah, I mean, like people for out in the. That's in, why I'm wondering if maybe just an upscaled version of two point five. Could they upscale the, their individual clients without uh, sending out a patch? Think so. Yeah. Well, you know, who knows how they're doing? Yeah. Maybe it's not. Maybe we're completely wrong, and it was actually the same stuff we've been seeing, but we just haven't paid attention enough lately. Wouldn't be the first time. Yeah, let's be honest. <laughs> I, who, who honestly has been in their hangar since Port Alisar, or since they made I, Port Alisar available? I occasionally will go in there specifically to swap out weapons and equipment. That's a good point, too, because uh, I, I love my hangar, but I haven't been in it very much at all. Uh, I've just been going right into Alisar yeah. um, or Grim Hex. Uh, and I, I actually currently, in the current iteration, I'm not a big fan of the, um, the placement system. So I'm hoping really, they iterate. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I like it better than I like the hollow table. That's for certain. Well, yes. Yes. Um, but I just I find it very uh, rigid. So I'm hoping that they develop that and expand that a little bit more. But maybe what you were seeing in the hangers was 2.6, and maybe it was um, the lighting passes that they've been talking about. Maybe I just remember looking at it thinking, "Wow, this is impressive." Well, they did. They did talk about but, um, that they're updating the. Uh, the item port system that was something that they mentioned right, the, right, for yeah. 2.6 specifically is that they're changing that so it's a virtual system that you can just like drag and drop or more nice. like a drop down system that's a and they did have that they had the drop down menu they had some of the stuff but oh, it looks really? similar to what we had before okay I believe so I, I think I've seen because they've that. talked about the UI changes coming with right, 2.6 right 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 so yeah maybe, so we have, uh, uh, None of us know for sure, but it does seem like you were watching 2.6. Yeah. It was it was pretty, and yeah. it would make sense too. If you know, I mean, what would be the point of having the streamer stream 2.5? You know what I mean? Well, they're doing that at Gamescom, weren't they? Streaming 2.5? They were. Yeah. 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 Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, they were, but they were at, at Gamescom. They were on the show floor, you know, sort of advertising the game. You know, yeah. Right. This, this they were doing from the CIG studio, so um, and this is kind of the build up to it. Yeah. So, yeah. Maybe. Who knows? Whatever version it was, looked great. Good job, CIG. Yes. Bravo. Yes, I wish I'd seen it. So, um, uh, also on Friday and Saturday, uh, there were live events. And, uh, I don't know, Jimmy, did you go on Friday? No. I, I actually, I had no idea. You know, again, work, I've been just crazy busy with work. And so, the last couple of weeks, I've really missed a fair bit of, of what's been going on with CIG, which has been really frustrating because they've been actually, you know, dropping hints and you know, ramping up to CitizenCon. And so um, I totally missed it. And I woke up Saturday morning and I could hear the sad Charlie Brown music playing in my head <laughs> as I was scrolling through the hashtag for uh, on Twitter for Star Citizen mm-hmm. and seeing, you know, the Alita brothers and, um, you know, seeing Wolf Larson and seeing everybody. I'm like, 
Oh, I wanted to go. What happened? Why? What happened? Why? Why, why didn't anybody invite me? And I'm like, oh wait a minute, it's, nobody's going to invite you. No one's going to be like, hey friend, come to the, you know, come to, to, to bar citizen. Um, but I was really happy to find out um, that they were doing it again on Saturday. And so um, after I picked Mark up from the airport um, and we kind of met up with John, mm-hmm. uh, we just he- headed over to I think it was uh, what is it, uh, 33 Taps? Yeah, was where they were doing the event, okay. and uh, we met up with some of the TG uh, uh, the TGWS folk. That's us. That's us, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, let me look at my shirt. Make sure, right? <laughs> Those guys with ships. Yeah. Um, and uh, so we had some dinner, and then we went upstairs and we hung out with uh, with everyone else, and it was a great time. So who who was in that group? Um, the uh, our group. Yeah. We had the Adlita brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had uh, Shep. We had Avi. Mm-hmm. We had uh, oh, no, let's see, Avi, Shep, Mark, the Adlita brothers. Who am I missing? Um, Wasn't uh, Shep's buddy uh, engineer? Engineer, engineer, engineer right, there. Thank who, you. Was a, who was an honorary? Those guys, yes, the uh, yes, an official honorary weekend. member. Um, I think that uh, hopefully he'll uh, submit that. Uh, right. an application. He's an affiliate. That's fine. I believe yeah. he's with Test. But there's no reason he can't be an affiliate. Oh, he's with Test. Yes. Oh, I see. Yeah, I believe that's right. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, because he had the Test name tag. So yeah, he's okay. one of the guys that pulls the assets for like gray-headed gamer. Yeah, yeah that's right. Know. We were yeah we were talking about that um, uh, Saturday night as well. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's an interesting part. Uh, of there were a lot that. more. We are missing a lot I, of people I am, here. Well, no, no, no. For for our initial meetup, it was, I'm pulling up the picture right now. Oh, good call. It was uh, Avi, it was Mark, it was me, uh, it was Jonto, it was the Alita Brothers, uh, Shep, and then... Uh, Engineer. Engineer. That was the group uh, that met up initially for dinner. Yes. And, and then if you we added on, add, adds to that later on, we did, uh, what was the one gentleman? He came by, he was with his friends, uh, stopped by for a second... Said hi, had the shirt on. There was there were so there were, many, there were yeah. And, you know, and anybody out in podcasting that's, that's listening, the, between the alcohol, the heat, because it was hot up there, and there were so many people that came and came and went. Um, the Batgirl was there. We said hi to her for a little bit. Yeah. Um, you know, Lando was up there for a very brief, uh, brief uh, amount of time, and uh, there was just so many people, and so many conversations, and it was it was a blast. It was mm-hmm. really nice to be able to just to talk to everybody and. Um, see everyone face to face and have some cocktails. So. It was, yeah, it was nice. Did Chris show up to that? No, didn't see Chris. Um, but uh, Ben was see, there. Yeah, yep, he did show up. Looks good. Yeah, no, good. Nice, yeah. Good. Nice good. To see him out and about. Yeah, yeah good. So, good. Yeah, good. We haven't seen much of him. He said he's. Uh, I believe uh, I, Lando was talking to somebody. He said you know he's just not, just not really doing that anymore. Yeah. What it is? He just he's, he's been working on the. I believe he's doing like the ship pipeline stuff. Is his? Is that's his, that's good to know. Yeah, he's just not really doing. You know, he's kind of uh, uh, what's the gentleman that does the uh, you know the MVP? Uh, Tyler Wickin. Yeah, Tyler Wickin's taking over some of that stuff, and then okay. obviously Lando's doing a bunch of stuff. It's kind of one of those things where I think they, he 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 just moved up. You know, well, he, 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 his business card was like a fold out of a three ply fold out <laughs> yeah. business card. You know, yeah, I think you know, I think he's you know, he just, it was just a, it was just a business thing. It's not you know, he looks very good. He's working around. He's walking yeah. around stuff like that. I don't know, you know, some people concerned that you know, just hadn't seen him. See, right. right. See, okay. It was great to see, and it wasn't just you know, it was. Um, you know, we had some, the CIG folks there, but then there were some folks from the base. There were some uh, folks from um, from uh, INN. Yeah. Um, it was nice to see Fastcart from INN. He was there. As a matter of fact, I think it was his birthday, so everyone was singing happy birthday to him. Oh, nice. Um, Wolf Larson 
mm-hmm. uh, from INN was there, and we had a great conversation with yep. him. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was Canadian really cool. Zerk with the crazy fast finger typing, how that man can. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so he said he just uh, I don't know how how he could possibly uh, uh, what is it uh, transcribe things as they're happening. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I, I've, I mentioned I mentioned Even the Wolf than once yeah. that you know that, that their reverse the verse. Um, breakdown is something that we use all the time when, when as bullet points and it's incredibly helpful for us yeah. yes absolutely absolutely uh, yeah I talked to um, I talked to uh, David and uh, thanked him very much for uh, for everything that they do and because because that organization is such a huge asset to the because they're not getting paid you no. know they're, I mean they're all and they're very professional they're you know very um, uh, organized and uh, you know so it's it, that is, and I was telling David, I said, you know, that is one of the things that is so special about your group and your group's contribution to this greater community right. is that this, you guys are making this happen, you know, with mm-hmm. what you do or helping make this happen. Well, and then you had, you had Nighthawk uh, Zell and, uh, uh-huh. and Mrs. Mrs. Nighthawk Zell. Yes, uh, that, very friendly. Yeah, they were, they were both there and Zell brought uh, his uh, Star Citizen board game. Which was oh, okay. really cool. Which I'm um, told was not his final version. Apparently, that was there were some things missing. Okay. So, right. and, and you consider, yeah, I found out that from an engineer. Mm-hmm. He said, yeah, they actually gone through. There were some assets that were missing that he hadn't gotten. Nice. nice. But, so uh, but yeah, he, he actually he actually broke it out and uh, oh, they, nice. they were playing a couple of rounds. And Very it was great interesting. To watch. Yeah. yeah. If you like, if you like tabletop gaming, that's something I would definitely consider looking at. Well, he, he was working the event tonight, so I, I yeah. got, couldn't talk to him very much, but just, you know, basically he said, hey, you know, talk to you on Twitter all the time, you know, it's great to see you in person, and, and he, uh, so he uh, said to uh, uh, send a big shout out to everyone out in uh, in those guys from Ship's Land, and, and um, you know, Thank you again for all of the, all of that volunteerism that is making this happen. Yeah, there was a great support staff, uh, great staff of volunteers uh, that really helped CIG make the event the event successful tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm very impressed with the amount of volunteer work from a lot of people. Uh, when when we first arrived, there's not that many people that were in line at that point. But INN was there, and for a moment, I thought we were seeing legitimate press, like right. like the LA Times, because they had they had some of them had hip mics and lavaliers, well, yeah, and they had uh, people fi- with yeah, microphones. Fission was uh, was interviewing everybody. As a matter of fact, I think he was uh, either live streaming or periscoping uh, all of those interviews, and so right. he came over and he talked with us, and um, and then he just went all the way up and all the way down the line. So. And I was I was well, I was like. Whoa, whoa. Are we getting like? And then one of the guys turned around. and was like, "Oh, that's that's INN." Like I had no real, no idea how uh, uh, professional they were. Mm-hmm. They were how yeah. how set up they were. It was yeah. that they had high end cameras and and lenses systems. They seemed very well put together. Uh, so yeah, it's amazing the kind of society that we now have based around Star Citizen. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So speaking of uh, waiting for the show to begin, uh, the uh, the uh, heroes of the week, the uh, Flying Atlanta brothers, uh, showed up at nine thirty and began holding down our spot. Uh, anything else exciting happened in the line uh, while we were waiting? To go in? We managed to sneak Miss Ace in a uh, pass. She was for the night Bethany Atlanta. Oh, uh, nice. that's that's how she got into. So. Because yeah, because yeah, I think Matt Edley's wife was unable to come. Right. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so okay. She, she was going to initially, but she had some uh, she had some some things to, have to deal with homes. So she was unable to make it. So Miss Ace was otherwise going to end up wandering the L.A. wastes for several hours. Well, it was it was classic. Uh, Mrs. Azamine was on the other side of the street, um, <laughs> walking by, uh, looking at the stars, uh, the you know the the Hollywood stars. 
but it looked like because Ace was trying to get I, yeah, your, your attention, and he was like, "Hey, honey, hey, honey," and you were just like, "Nope," and you just <laughs> nope. just shut him right out. And we were all like, "Wow, you, your own wife is dissing you, man!" Wow. <laughs> on your honeymoon, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. yeah. So, um, uh, well, I, I thought the energy in the in the line was really good. Yeah, you know? yeah, and, I was and impressed. I, you know, and the, you got to give uh, got to give a shout out to those guys from Test Squadron because they they were definitely uh, keeping the keeping us entertained and keeping the energy up. Oh, absolutely. I um, it's funny. I keep seeing them pop up on the Twitter stream. You know, they're always talking about salty tears, and, and I, I'm assuming that they do a lot of arena commander combat. And so I, I've I've been kind of following them in Twitter, and I'm really looking forward to kind of jumping in and maybe kind of go a couple rounds with them and see, you know, put their skills and my skills to the test. Are, are they the, the, the biggest organization? They're pretty, they're pretty high. I, I believe they are. Yeah. I think they are. The, yeah? Yeah, okay. I think so. They're huge. They're, they're, they were everywhere. Several thousand. I wow. I believe, yeah. It's, okay. Wow. It's, yeah. Well, somebody was saying that they, they rented a mansion down here? Uh, a villa, I believe. A villa. Oh, okay. Wow. Fancy. Yes. All right, then. Yeah. yeah. We didn't do that. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, anyway, the, the line outside was a lot of fun. Um, uh, I got to stroll up at the last minute and uh, not stand in the sun, so that was perfect for my uh, for my. I don't understand how you're going to go on your walkabout if you can't handle the sun, Lee. This is just not going to work out. You need to rethink this. Walk, stand, oh. Dif- different activities. Maybe you'd have a big sun hat or something like that. Yeah, I do. So, yeah, that's you know, just have someone carry a parasol for him. Work out. Oh, well, I like that even better. Yeah. It's like the Isle, like put, the Isle put you on, of Dr. Moreau. Exactly. And then you just yeah, need someone else on the other side with a parasol on a fan. You put a bucket over your head and put some, some weird white makeup on and have someone walk around with an umbrella everywhere you go. Yeah, absolutely. I like it. That is the life that I was born into. All right. So inside, uh, we didn't and we didn't get inside until um, almost four o'clock. I think. It was a little late. Yeah. They, um, no, inside three o'clock. Three o'clock. So it was supposed to be doors at two, and uh, it was yeah, it was closer to three when they actually let us in. And my understanding is that uh, they were having issues with the PowerPoint presentation. That seemed to be what mm, we seemed were very clearly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. As the presentation began, it did seem like yes. that was in fact an issue. Yeah. 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 So um, uh, we got in uh, a little bit after three o'clock, and uh, front row, uh, woohoo! Front few rows actually. And um, while we were waiting, that's a nice venue. I know uh, you've been obviously you've been there many times before. Yeah, I, I've, I've um, done a, quite a few events at the Avalon. Yeah, um, and uh, it's it's you know it's typical Hollywood. It's been around for a very very long time. I think we saw a sign out front, so it was it's been around since the twenties. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't um, surprise me given the decor. Yeah, yeah. And, and and you can tell it's it's got that kind of older vibe. Um, yeah. But it's a great venue. It's a great smaller venue that is um, that's pretty much self-contained because someone had asked me this are you involved at all in the event uh, product on a production side mm-hmm. and uh, and I said no and, and it makes it makes sense because the Avalon's got the video screens they've got the uh, LED screens on the side uh, so there isn't really a lot of gear that uh, that a company that's doing an event like that needs to bring in mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Avalon's a really good venue for that you know where it's basically kind of all in one you just show up and do your thing yeah, yeah. Well, I, it reminds me of the Fillmore. Uh, yeah, you know, really, you know, kind of old, uh, you know, with a, a nice ornate bar and you know area to hang out oh, yeah. and, and you yeah. know carpeting and stuff. It was, it was a very, uh, I thought, a very good event or good uh, venue for the event. Um, so uh, we just kind of hung out. We took pictures of ourselves because that's what uh, that's guys what do. Guys and, all wearing the same T-shirt do. Uh-huh. Yeah, John. Yeah, John, you got the. Uh, <clears throat> I got a cameo in the stream. That's yeah. right. In the, in the prep, yeah, with, uh, what was it? I believe it was, uh, wasn't it Tyler Wicken and uh, uh, Lando? Lando? Yeah. yeah. Weren't, they, weren't they the two that were talk, the talking heads before it? I yeah. believe they were. 
And so if everyone looks, uh, well, probably what? Maybe somewhere between 20, 10, 20 minutes before it got started or so. Yeah. I think probably. You'll start, you'll, you'll, if you look really closely, between the two of them, you'll see a tiny, tiny version. <laughs> like a G.I. Joe-sized version. <laughs> Of Jonto waving in between them. Frantically. Yeah, frantically. <laughs> Perfect. That, it took a few tries, but we did get just the right <laughs> spot for him to do it. So, by all means, find that video and see if you can find it. It's kind of where it was Waldo. But, uh. I, I, I cannot wait to watch the stream presentation when CIG posts it because it's just going to be a sea of TGWS shirts in the front row. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. We, we are conquering the world. One con at a time. One con at a time. <laughs> I will say One this: set of matching T-shirts at a time. I, I I would have liked better chairs, personally. Oh, the, yeah, the chairs are brutal. But yeah. I will say this: they're they're venue chairs. Because yeah. every time I've been there, I've I've had the same complaint that those chairs are just a nightmare. But they're the chairs that come with the venue. So uh, yeah. okay, there you go, there you go. Um, and so, uh, the, the, after about an hour, the uh, the event began uh, with opening remarks by Sandy, um, uh, and she just uh, what she just pretty much introduced the the opening video montage. Right? Yeah, she introduced pretty the much. opening then video. Cried a little, um, yeah, cried a little, yeah, yeah, a few yeah. little heartfelt kind of yeah. comments to make. Yeah. You know, Which, you should have touched you know, things. It, it's I know that she she left the uh, the, the internet or Twitter for for a time, um, and I was really bummed to see that because yeah. it's like you don't ever want to see anybody um, be chased away from social social ne- social sure, media yeah. uh, or social network. Um, but I was really happy to see that she didn't stay gone long, and she came back, and uh, it was you know it's it's it can't be easy, so it's comforting to see her persevere and keep pushing forward and. Um, it was great to see the support from the community. Everyone gave her a standing ovation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I, I think that she knows. You know, it's not it's not easy, but I think that she knows that she has a lot of support from a lot of folks out there. Well, the ones that matter. Yeah. Yes. That's what it really amounts to. Yeah. yeah. As someone mentioned in our group, and I'm not sure if it, maybe maybe this incorrectly, but maybe this quote goes to Shep. But someone mentioned that she is the first lady of Star Citizen. I thought that was a very apt title. That's a good. So she's with the, yeah. the emotional face of the of the the uh, company yeah. to a large extent. Well, she literally is. So yeah. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. No, that's that's so. so yeah, that's a, that's in a both good. Both literal and figurative methods. Yeah. yeah. Or uh, terms. Yes. Yes. Yes, indeed. Well, so she introduced uh, the um, uh, a sort of a retrospective video. Uh, I think she introduced it by saying that it kind of uh, illustrates how we've gotten to this point. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and she also introduced the, the 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 like you know I'm a, I'm a, I'm a star citizen. Uh, yeah, video that was kind of well. that, that yeah. was it, that was included inside that right, right, yeah, right, yeah, inside yeah, that yeah. video, which I thought was great. Um, kind of highlighting just a, a whole host of different. Um, you know, community members. Yeah, it was just community yeah. was dead. Was everybody? Yeah. It was just a general, yeah, yeah, more involved. Be it, yeah. yeah. I think that was sort of the theme of her of her introduction was yeah. community, right? And how important community is to the project, and how important community is to community. Yeah. You know? Um, and uh, so that was uh, that was really exciting. Um, I was sort of sad that we didn't get because uh, I know that we, there were uh, at least three uh, TGWS who submitted. I am a star citizen. Oh, they weren't yeah. in the presentation. Yeah, no. oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. There weren't very very many. No, that's true. No, no. Well, there were there were a few people in there that I know why they selected them. Um, you know, for obvious reasons to, right. to highlight the the diversity. diversity. I was going to say, oh yeah, 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 yeah. It, it, from from the handicapped to to everything across the board. Um, you know, which was really cool, man. It's like you don't really think about that, um, but that the game, you know, is 
also allows for people that are handicapped um, to be able to escape too. You know, it's easy for all oh, of us. Yeah. It's our, you know, we're in our own heads, we're in our, our own universe. But you know, to to see see, see somebody that, that does have a handicap really be passionate about the game and really kind of feel the same way like they're able to fly you know they're yeah. able to they're able to do to do that and it's just it was a really it was a really well produced and really touching video yeah, um, yeah. I, I really enjoyed it I thought it was very well done I like the, the one uh, woman that said I, I love Star Citizen because I can be an astronaut and I don't have to know any math yes <laughs> absolutely very true very true which actually I think uh, um, Mark and I touched on that with uh, Steve Bender afterwards we were yeah. talking about the math of um, of weapon fire and uh-huh. trying to balance fun versus um, reality. Uh-huh. So and yeah, she she nailed it right on the head. Yeah, so, so yeah, you can be an astronaut and you don't have to know any math. Yeah, yeah. but I, I think to, to your first point, it, it's really that really is a, a great thing about video gaming is and, and uh, we were talking about the movie Second Skin a couple uh, a couple weeks right. ago, and there was the one uh, segment of that where it talk, the the one uh, uh, young man who. Uh, uh, believe completely paralyzed but in second life he was able to you know have a, a very rich you know uh, social life yeah. you know with people and so I think that that's a that's a, apart from all the cool things and apart from the, the spaceships and the pew pew and all the all the reasons that that we are involved um, I think it's also it's it's making other people's lives yeah. much much richer and I think that's a very good thing and it's also really cool and Mark and I talked about this it's like you know we do a podcast and we talk to each other all the time and then when we all get to see each other face to face it's not really weird there's not really anything different because no it's we, weird we, it's weird Okay, it's it's really weird. For me, it's not weird. <laughs> for, uh, for anyone non-Muppet, it's yeah, not it's weird. Yeah, I was going to say, I'll be honest, I expected Gleep to be smaller and furrier than, it, than he actually is. Yeah, so He yeah. shaved. He shaved. He shaved, shaved, shaved for the event. And he died yeah. Boy, I feel sad for that drain. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it's just it, it's the really cool thing about about gaming in general, or, or gaming communities in general, is that you know all you take away the, the preconceived notions that you have of people, and everyone's on the same playing field. <laughs> Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter, you know, who you are or what you are or what disabilities you do or don't have. Everyone is the same. And it's that that in and of itself is really cool. But then to be able to meet everybody in person is also really cool. And it's just like, oh, OK, these are the people that I've been hanging out with online for so long. And here they are in person, like kind of what we're doing right now. Yeah. You know? yeah. And that's one of the biggest things I love so much uh, or loved so much about CitizenCon was being able to see uh, meet everybody in person. Yeah, yeah. It, it really is a celebration of the community. Yeah, it I really agree. is. Yeah, they do a good job in highlighting that, I think. Yeah. With the bar citizens, with that intro thing, it's very much about, hey guys, look, it's a community thing. Yeah. It's kind of like a big family. You know? And I think it treats it pretty well. I, I can be honest, the star citizen community is by far the... I mean, I've, I've, I know we've talked about this. It was it, by far the most mature and supportive, Yeah, I think would be the right term, uh, gaming community neat. that I've seen... Thus far, I think a lot of it has to do with the development environment. I know I've, I've been in beta tests that are extended for a long time. You kind of get it's very kind of a, a, a supportive environment too. But to this end, I mm. think it's much much more so. I, I, I don't really know if it's just because of, of you know being in development, and maybe that kind of keeps some of the people that normally would cause trouble or really kind of yeah. make things weird. I, maybe they're just not. They're not around yet. I don't know. I if think that's... We, we 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 share some sort of an attitude, 
you know, I, I about, you know, we have faith in, in this project. Yeah. Yeah. So it's... Um, Which, uh, you know, speaks back to, like, you know, release dates. And, and I'm sure that we'll see some stuff online because one of the things that we didn't see in the presentation tonight were release dates. Right. And I'm sure that we'll see some noise online about that. But the thing that I think a lot of people don't realize is if you're a backer, if you're a member of the community, um, if you've been following the game, we're not necessarily we don't necessarily care about a release date. We know the game will come out, and if it comes right. out this this year, next year, the year after, we're playing the content. We're we're seeing the content. They're doing a very good job of showing us what's behind the curtain. We know the work that's going into it, and we're all on board with the same goal, which is do it right, do it big, um, take your time, and it'll be done when it's done. Yeah. So what was it? Was it Shia LaBeouf? Uh, just, do it, just do yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, just do it. Just do it. John, do it. Yes, I, I made the comment to uh, um, who is it? We had we have a we had a couple of people from um, uh, Team Legacy, and I had uh, Gray was sitting next to me, and I leaned over him, and I was like, "Well, now I know what Sierra's viewing habits are." I <laughs> know <laughs> <laughs> now we know what he's uh, googling at night. So. <laughs> Um, well, and speaking of CR, um, Sandy uh, uh, introduced him. He came out and and, uh, and talked and uh, uh, went through a, a, again sort of a retrospective of the milestones that we've hit and, and how we've kind of gotten to the point of, of 2.5, waiting on 2.6. And did he did he say that it was going to the Evocati or that it was already at the Evocati? He did. Yes, and he did and say it's been in their hands for uh, some some period of time, un, un, untold length of time. But apparently, it's being it, it is with them. It is also worth noting, on a minor note, that he now officially knows that the Evocati are now referred to it's colloquially the as the Avocados. It was <laughs> yes. shouted to him during the presentation. Yes. Nice. He was confused. He didn't understand. He didn't, was lost in translation. Why is everybody yelling avocados at me? <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> but um, um, he, um, uh, so then he went through that retrospective, and then, and, and then he, I think he went right in and, and said, uh, uh, broke the news about Squadron Forty Two. Yes, yes because there yeah. was an interview with him on Gamers Nexus. We talked about in the last show um, about showing a live about showing first a, mission. Yeah, about showing a complete mission playthrough in Squadron Forty Two, and uh, he was pretty straight up. He just said it's not done. He said it's not done, and. And he said, and I, we can't show it to you until it's done. And uh, so, you know, I don't know about, uh, I kind of felt a little something come out of the room when he, when he yeah. made that announcement. Well, it was a bitter pill to swallow. And I imagine they wanted to get that out front so that they could then smooth that over with all the content that they did show afterwards. Because right. right. it is a sort of bitter pill to swallow. Which, is, which was substantial. Yeah. Afterwards. So, yeah, to me, that's the way I felt it. Everyone was expecting it. Well, yeah. It well, didn't happen, but I think... At the same time, it was well. We did received, get we I did get some Squadron Forty Two footage during that Polaris slash uh, uh, militia recruitment video. Yeah, there was, was some small flashes of uh, UEE fleets and a burning uh, capital and some extra speed. Yes, did. Yeah. Yes. that came before the, the Squadron Forty Two announcement. Yeah, that was in the uh, that was in the Polaris uh, announcement. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the commercial. Polaris, that was we call the Polaris cra- cash grab. Yeah, <laughs> but, but blatantly. I mean, he they, yeah. he made he you know he said anyone that sees that video, I think that could be potentially taken out of context if you just see the video and don't actually see what he said after that video was right. was actually right. aired. You know, and that the uh, it, it looks like a recruitment video and a in a hey you know you should buy this. Whatever I don't know. I guess it really was a Polaris. It looks it was a like commercial. a commercial. Yeah, yeah it's a commercial, yeah, it was a commercial. For, for buying the Polaris. 
uh, he made very clear afterward that that was not what he meant. Yeah. I think it, it was kind of a, it was a, it was a in fiction kind kind of moment. Yeah, yeah it was like that. And, and it's not the first time they've done that. They've, no. they've done plenty of commercials for ships. It just exactly. happened to be that they did this commercial in tandem with the um, with the concept sale. Exactly with the concept sale. But that that was really you know his his goals are really he doesn't care how much you're backing. Yeah, it's not about that. And, and don't think of it as getting a ship. Think about it. What. If, if you believe in this and, right. and you would like to spend that money, think of it as you've, you've given us this money to continue this dream and you're getting a ship yeah. because, because, you know, that's that's what that amount yeah. is, whatever. Yeah. And, and, and he, did, he did a great job of clarifying that. And, and again, it's that whole outside looking in thing. You know, as a community member or people in the community, we know that. Um, some of us buy more ships than, than others. Um, some of us melt more ships, ships than, than others. <laughs> Maybe. Gleep. A little bit. Um, I'm surprised to see that you did not arrive with a butane tank with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but having said that, everyone is equally welcome. Exactly. And, and, exactly. and appreciation yeah. is yeah. equal across the board. And, and it does, it, you can play this game for $45. Yeah. You know, or, or you can, you know, back to whatever level you're comfortable with. And you know, hey, he did mention that. He mentioned that during the that, yeah. That was it, it's, it's yeah. It's if you're comfortable with with supporting the game beyond the forty five dollars, cool. And if you're not, that's cool too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's be honest. That trailer was completely unnecessary. Oh, totally. They that's did one point five million dollars in one day. That's well, true too. Well, they, they didn't the really. Was yeah, made to, way to John's that. point, they didn't really need to sell the no. show. <laughs> it the sold ship, itself yeah, a lot. It sold yeah. itself just fine. Well, and of course, we should mention that uh, to those of us who are in podcast land, we got these. Oh, we did. Yes, we got these. The, are some really brochures. nice, really glossy UEES Polaris brochures. They were handed out in. Concert with the ad at the same time. Yeah, here, take a look at this. Yeah, it's got I left, it's I left a bunch of concept art. It's got a bunch of paper. specs and information. <laughs> I will say this is paper anymore. Having having gone through that brochure, the Polaris is remarkably well armed for a ship that is being sold to civilians. Well, I think that was the sale. That was the pitch. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. It's, it's because of what happened. Because they're trying to build up kind of the drama right. about with, with the Vandal kind of right, 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 Vega. Right, right. Yeah, right. With, with and, the and attack on Armus. It the, was you know. uh, uh, the in fiction. If you read some of the in fiction stuff about the Christian, the Polaris, it is a new ship. Right. A lot of the ships that we don't. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. A yeah, lot of the things that new, don't yeah. realize in. The Star Citizen universe is that a lot of the ships that we're flying are actually older vessels. The Gladius is that way. The Hornet is that way. Ships that have been in service. The um, uh, what was it? The uh, what's the space penguin? The Gladiator? No, Avenger. Aven- yeah, Avenger. Um, <laughs> space, space penguin. penguin. Yeah, it's a space penguin. Space penguin. Uh, these are all like aging ships that have been in service for a long time. Uh, but this one, it's specifically mentioned in the christening of the ship that it is a new vessel. So this is, this is brand new. So that was, to see that that was then for sale for civilians, that was really interesting. Yeah, they 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 really kind of uh, they did a good job with the commercial in that you know they're basically saying that you know th- this ship is available to the general uh, public in fiction um, as a way to bolster their militia defenses right. against the Vandal. Right. So I'm wondering when they're going to do a militia package. They do. Yeah, it's, it's, it's online. Oh, is it? Yeah. I was going to say because Jimmy and I looked over and like if looked you, over each other like a militia package coming. Yes, it's uh, online if you, now. Yeah, if you yeah, look yeah. at the RSI Polaris page and then you scroll down, there are all the military class ships are also available for sale on that yeah. same page. Nice. Yeah. So. And they mention it in the ad. They're like, and there are militia packages available for sale now. Yeah. Like, oh, look at that. Just <laughs> a little plug. 
I like the way that as the commercial was going, they were handing out the brochures. Yeah. Yes. It felt very timeshare mm-hmm. sales. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you get your free weekend. You're going to listen to the pitch. Uh, yeah. That's why that works. So um, yeah, that so that was you know I think a, a little bit disappointing that we didn't get anything from Squadron Forty Two, but you know it's uh, and I think didn't he kind of say that he hopes to have something out before the end of the year on yeah. that? Yes, uh, you know at least a, a demo maybe at the the Christmas uh, event that they do or the do they do an anniversary stream? I can't remember. There's an anniversary uh, they, sale. Yeah, they do a holiday sale um, and a holiday and, stream and a holiday they, stream. Yeah, maybe the, yeah yeah. And I, I don't know if that is is or is separate from the anniversary. And I think uh, it might be separate. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. He said he doesn't want to release like a beta version of Squadron Forty Two, but I wonder if they would put out like a, a mission or two as like a playable demo. I heard there was be a, 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 a potential for a prologue, you know, for a couple of miss- missions leading up to Squadron Forty Two. Um, it, it seems logical that they would do something, or like if that. they showed this completed mission, then if it's one of the near beginning missions, or if it's you know however whatever it is. Right. Well, if, if it's out, it. if the cat's out of the bag. Why not make that available to play? Yeah, something like that. You know, just to the general public as a as a you know yeah free for everybody exactly. Can we stop for a moment and talk about what the bullet points for Squadron Forty Two that were there? Because in a word, they were ambitious. I was pretty impressed. Sixty plus missions. Yeah, not yeah. even X Wing Alliance had that, and that's the largest number of missions I've ever had. Twenty eight chapters. Yeah, twenty eight chapters. Yeah. Sixty plus small missions total equal to. 60 plus missions. I was yeah. really impressed with that. Uh, that's a, it's a lot of content. That's well, and to something that you were saying earlier, Mark, uh, they were, um, I think at the event, they, uh, the way that you're going to be able to play it is different. You don't have to play it, you know, run and gun. You can, if you want to stealth, you can, you know. They did, they you, did say that. You yeah. can complete these missions uh, with whatever play style you're most comfortable with. You know? Yeah, so, they did say that. Yeah, you had the option to, you know, they were going to give you, like, I think they said, you know, they'll give you a back door if you want to try to be stealthy. Right, right. Or right. however you want to approach a certain situation. I think they seem to make that very clear. And we, you know, we did see that. It's, yeah, yeah we, we actually saw, we like, like a Assassin's that. Creed. Yeah, uh, was it a neck snap or was it a dagger? No, 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 it was a stab. Yeah, it was a stab. It was a combat knife and stab again. Which is nice because I was curious. It was nice. It's nice. It was delightful. pleasant. You know, it the thing is, delightful. two doesn't like blood. I mean, really. Is it weird? I've watched a lot of Dexter lately. I don't know. The one thing I did like is that it did give us the idea they had mentioned before, early on, to me, they had said something about you know being able to, you know, having a stealth mechanic, things like that. But they never really touched on it. I mean, it kind of disappeared. I didn't really think about it too much. But I always hoped it was there because that's yeah, I enjoy having that option yeah. when available. And I think they really made that clear in the demo as well. So that's that's exciting. Yeah. Should we move on to said demo itself? Yeah. So that was um, um, after after the, the bitter, uh, Chris delivered the suite in the Planetary Tech version 2.0, the Homestead demo. Um, and uh, so this one was a little bit different in that we had a guy in the... Uh, in a constellation, who received what was it a distress beacon? Yes, yes. distress yeah. beacon, and so he was in out in outer space, and he went and landed on the planet. Do you want to stop right there, though? Do you want to tell him about the? Uh, I think it's worth noting the no fly zone yeah. that popped up. Yeah, it's which coming is interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys paid attention to that. So what happened was he got too close to land. Mm-hmm. Quote quotation because it came up with an, with a with a uh, some kind of warning that said you know no unsafe fly zone, zone. Yeah, unsafe, yeah, landing unsafe landing, landing zone. zone yeah. That actually then, my understanding of it is then essentially it forced him to go outside of that zone and land. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think he was forced, though. I think I think 
that area was there was turbulence or something that oh no yeah I think he actually had to, yeah he moved himself yeah but I don't know if he could actually land or not was the game blocking him from landing there or is it just that, it, that's the question. That is up for conjecture. Yeah, yeah we don't know if he was if it was blocking him or if he just whatever whatever the mechanic ends up being. The fact of the matter is essentially what it was. It was saying, I mean, dress it up any way you like. Essentially, what it's saying is, hey, get out of the mission area so that you can do the mission, right. which yeah. is actually going to be a ground mission. Right. That's what it really said. It said, hey, look, get out of the mission area, go find some more land, and you can, you can enter then. But we know we this. can land. Anywhere on the planet, right? And yes. I think what it probably is to me, it makes sense if you want to do kind of an in-fiction thing or kind of a way to justify. It. I think more along the lines, it's like, hey, this is a dangerous area. There's something weird here. We don't know what. Yeah. Right. Please avoid landing here in the case that it's dangerous. Well, you could tell that he had a hard time maneuvering the ship in that area, though. Yeah, I think there turbulence. was some. Yeah, I think there was some turbulence involved in that. Well, so. and it's worth pointing out that later on we do see some pretty intense weather. Mm-hmm. True, yeah. we did. Actually, yeah. we did, yeah. And crashed, a crashed... Uh, crash ship. So it's very possible what they're doing is they're working some kind of weather thing. That may be possible. Yeah. Maybe that's Absolutely. the way they did that. Yeah. So they're sort of shepherding you to an appropriate place to begin the mission. Possibly. Right. That's what I it took from like that. that. That's, I took the, the same thing away, yeah, yeah. Where, where it's just like you can land anywhere that you want in-game, but if you're going into, um, let's say for the sake of argument, <clears> an instance play area where there is a, a preset mission... They probably don't want you to land, you know, right at that point. They probably want you to land at a start point so you can go through the mission accordingly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you kind of get the same thing with any flying mechanic in like an MMO or something like that, where you can skip over everything right. just by bouncing around, right. Right. as opposed to actually enjoying the content. Yeah. So I, I, mean, I understand why they're doing it. I think it'll be interesting to see how they the final impl- implementation. Yeah, how, yeah, how, how they implement work, that. Yeah. I think this was definitely a first pass at that, yeah. and I think they'll they'll refine it as needed. And I, I tell you what, the planet itself was absolutely beautiful. Um, the, yes. the thing that I took away from the last demo, or the last presentation for um, the procedurally generated planets, was you know because they did the whole thing where it was like, well, you're landing landing on a barren moon, right? And it's like, well, yeah, okay, I get that, but in reality, we're landing on on a uh, on a procedurally generated planet that just doesn't have anything. Yeah, right, right, right. Let's call it Yeah, we were told later it was a single texture. Right. Right. Over the entire planet. That's all they had. They had one one texture. Right. They had literally just mapped over the entire. Who wants planet. to go there? No one wants to go. No there. one. I don't know why. I don't like I like textures. I like variation in my textures. It was pretty impressive what they showed for in terms of uh, difference in environment and sort of granularity in terms of what the environment looked right. like. Everything from where it was clouds what, three months and, ago, right. right? Where it was three months ago, as far as the planet generation, where it was three months ago versus where it is now. Yeah. Phenomenal difference. Trees, grass. Well, but but before he landed, though, before we got to the ship, we did a pass on the planet first, right? Yeah. Sort of a bird's eye uh, pass on the planet, where we got to see all the variation in uh, in fauna. Flora. 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 Fauna's later. Right. (laughs) We get our, we get our, we get, is is fauna singular or plural? Uh, It's, it's, it's a, uh, a and non-distinguishing yeah. now, I believe. Yeah, because we only got one fawn. We got three. Fawn? I believe it's we fauna. Got a, it was a big fawn. I believe it's just fauna. This is going to be a three-hour-long podcast. <laughs> let's, move it, let's move it along. We're only at 36 minutes. we got plenty of time. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, so, uh, but yeah, because that, that was where we, what Jimmy was saying, you know, the, the variation in, in, the, in the surface, you know, with the, with the plants yeah. and, um, and the, the grass, you know, the, all, the, all this stuff being procedurally generated. You can see it popping in. Yeah, you know, too. So I mean, it wasn't. Um, it, it looked in some place a little no man's sky y, but you know. Well, it's funny. Uh, um, I'd leaned over to Mark when we were when they were showing the demo, and it's like you can see that tech 
Um, you can see that that technology in Star Citizen. You can see it's like okay, yeah, it does look a little No Man's Sky in certain areas, but it's it's that tech, it's that technology. Right. The um, thing is, but it's the fly photo through real, photorealistic coloring, so it looks yeah. very different. I'm sorry. Go that fly through seemed really fast. It was. It was going extremely fast. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. the frame rate while it was going extremely fast. 120. To yeah. Some places. With yeah. current, they, they were either either using 980 Ti's or they had 1080s. Yeah. There. Uh, it was. It, no one can remember exactly what they had said last time. They had said what their tech was. Yeah, right, apparently right. that's about what it was. Either way. Yeah. The frame rate. Horsepower. Yeah. The frame rate before they put um, ships and stuff in was excellent. So it looks like generating stuff is not going to be taxing. The system very much, no. and and I think that some of that pop in was because they were flying so fast. I do oh, too. Totally. I mean, that was just you were. I mean, they were they were going faster than the ships would fly. Right. Yeah, that. yeah, because yeah. they actually went from way out in the middle of nowhere and zoomed in on the ship that was actually flying yeah. later on. Yeah, yeah, and even and even then, let's see that they they largely were sixty frames per second. It was a couple dips encounter. when the, when the, when uh, well when later on do we want to kind of go over. The, yeah. So um, the narrative. Yeah. Yeah. So we and this is kind of a quick one. Um, as as we remember it, uh, that he he went to land. He was warned off of, of the area that he was going to. Uh, so he reversed and uh, and he, uh, we should note too that he was a single a single player playing a constellation. True. Yes. You know, which I thought was kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, and so a killer, by the way. Yes, which yeah. looks fantastic. Yeah, they did a nice job. Um, some some color variation in in the inter- interior design, which was really nice. Yeah. The viewing didn't the, the view on the inside didn't look that great. I was like, wondering if you were going to say that because a lot of people so, it's it, like blocked so much. You know what? I just I just yeah. take yeah. it I just take it as you know a little a little personality to my spaceships. There will no doubt be entire Reddit threads of thousands of people giving their views on exactly what the, the, the view from the cockpit should look like. I just take it as, you know what, a little personality to it. I mean, you know. That's it's true. Well, I mean, the freelancer doesn't have a great, what would you call that? Visibility. Yeah. Visibility. Field, field of yeah. vision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Field, field of view. Field of view yeah. But I like the way that the freelancer It's a truck. It, it, it's a space truck. Yeah. That is a space I, truck. I like seeing yeah, yeah, yeah. that dash. Yeah, exactly. But the... I could sleep Achilla. on that Achilla. This is right. the Achilla, right? True. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, it had like two bars going almost through the middle of yeah, where you, you want to be looking. Well, but you know what it didn't have? If you if you have a Connie, the regular Connie, the, the, the uh, Andromeda has bars coming down essentially vertically over the, your entire field of view. This one had bars going across horizontally so that you didn't have those ones vertically on the side. So essentially you had a clear view in the middle horizontally. Which you don't have in the other one. Not very much, though. Not a whole lot. It's like four inches. Yeah, it's one of those things, you know what? To be fair, I would say that the... It's not that bad in terms of visibility. You you still have plenty of situational awareness, and if you're the commander of that ship, it's necessarily the pilot, you may be able to be standing behind them and seeing the whole vista. In all honesty, having flown my Connie enough, I can tell you it doesn't affect anything. Mm. Nothing. No. So well, they land. So he lands at, at a, a base, um, and um, uh, the distress beacon is about, what, four kilometers off? Something like that. Yeah, so um, he just happens to have on board Ursa Rover. Oh, that's uh, handy. 
what do you suppose the chances are? And and was it was well? It, that, isn't that that's part of uh, that that's part of the Aquila package? With, yeah, yeah, the Aquila, the Aquila yeah. package. It comes with it. So you see, that um, was the humor. But, the humor. <laughs> oh, hey, listen, it's been a long day. Man. It's been a long day. You got to make them obvious. You know, dude, give me a pratfall or something. <laughs> um, Wars are hard in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> uh, the thing that I liked, uh, the thing that I thought was really cool was, um, you know. That he was flying in basically a jumpsuit. Yes. Oh, and, yes, yeah. yes. And yes. then he went to his locker Change and in the armor. changed into you know a, a more um, appropriate outfit right. for going out into the wild, so to speak. Without yeah. a helmet. Um, yeah, without a helmet. Well, which yeah, because it was Atmo for for that particular right. planet. Yeah, which was interesting to see. We've never seen that. Where they right. split that off. So that was. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, helmet, helmetless, but you know, with with a you know the appropriate <laughs> environmental suit. With a vision, with a vision mohawk and glasses. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and sunglasses. That's right. Yeah. And yeah. a different uh, different model character model. Yeah, yeah. different well, character well, model. Yep. Um, and what do you sniper think, rifle. What do you think yeah. the mechanic will be for? Wearing too heavy of an outfit, um, you may just not well, be able to sit in a chair. Yeah, that's one thing. You may not just be able to sit in it. That's probably what they'll do. If you're wearing it too heavy, you just won't be able to sit in the, the chair. So yeah. in 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 a specific type. So what is it going to say? You need to change. Well, probably like, hey, dude, chair. you're not going to fit. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it's worth pointing out that we did not see a single use prompt throughout this entire demo. Yeah, that's right. The right, inner thought right. system was firmly in place. I did see several people in the audience wearing T-shirts that had a use prompt. <laughs> on them, yeah, I, I saw that. Which are outdated now, apparently. <laughs> yes, apparently. Have <laughs> to get those updated. You're going to need some kind of holographic T. Uh, yeah, it's that that new um, contextualized. Yeah, they call it the inner, the thought, inner thought system. Yeah, the inner thought yeah, system. Yeah. yeah, which I like a lot. I think that's really. I think that's done, it's done it's very, very slick. well. It is. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's very subtle. Um, it makes sense. It's logical, and yeah, it's not used over and over and over again. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so he landed. He got in his uh, rover, and he took off towards the uh, distress beacon. And um, again, we got to see some variation in uh, the uh, planet surface texture, which I thought was really nice. Um, then there were a couple of Easter eggs, not Easter eggs, but there were a couple of, of waypoints where he stopped off and got some more information, I guess. No, yeah, he, he just, oh yeah, yeah. Found the waypoints. Yeah, as well as on the way, he also found a few derelict ships right. that had been, uh, yeah, been crashed apparently at some point. Right, there were like other, or it was sort of like it was a distress beacon where it was like, he had to triangulate in on the final beacon or yeah, something. Yeah, I think the way it worked is essentially he was, yeah, there were two distress beacons. He basically found one, it gave him a point to another one, he found the other one, then those two, while I hit the table to make it bounce and give all kinds of weird sounds to the thing. Uh, then those two triangulated on the final whatever. Collection. Was with. Yeah, 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 was the the final, final. yeah, the final collection point. Yeah. Right, right. Where where um, he, in a, um, a really cool, windy canyon, he encountered... Bandits in armor that we haven't seen before. Can no. we call a spade a spade? They are sand people. Clearly sand yes, people. Yes, they're clearly yeah. sand people. They were clearly sand. With, with, uh, what, were the, what were those sticks? Those bunch- Gaffy sticks. Gaffy sticks. sticks. I, know, I know way too much about Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, uh, and his, his Ursa got blowed up. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He didn't even get to shoot his gun. I was, was disappointed he didn't get to shoot the gun. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, when they started firing, I was like, oh, he's using the demo of the cannon. Uh, like, no, awesome. No, you can oh, get out the back. Nope, too bad. Oh, well. Yeah. They did show some cool camera views, though. Yes. yes. Yeah. Some interesting. Yeah, kind of right next to the wheel one. Was kind of cool. like GTA style. Yeah. It, it, it oh, reminds, cinematic uh, yeah. Yeah. mode, yeah. Particle effects were really nice, too. Yeah. Um, you know, you really felt like you were on a desert planet, you know, and it was very subtle, but you could. You could 
see the wind and in turn kind of feel the wind in that environment. Yeah. And if yeah. I remember correctly, when he was landing, um, wasn't he trying to compensate for the wind? That was actually after the attack with Sandy. Right, that was when uh, when he was uh, just driving the, um, the yeah, dragonfly. Yeah, because after that he found the dragonfly, the black yeah. ones, which looked amazing. Yes. Uh, I'm so glad I got a black dragon. I'm never going to trade that thing. That's amazing. Yeah, awesome. the, the, uh, <laughs> the, the scavengers encampment had found them. They had a yeah. collection of dragons. Right, so he was able to get some out. But yeah, that was after that. And yeah, if we noticed while he was flying, there was some wind picking up a little bit of weather. And, uh, yeah, I, I looked over. I saw it kind of looked like he was taking off. He was kind of taking a while to land. So I happened to look over at the guy actually uh, playing the demo. And I was noticing that his joystick, he was using the joystick at the time. And I was noticing that he was doing this. He was, well, I can't, no one understands him. They can't see me. <laughs> anyway, That's great. Imagine you. grabbing your joystick and trying to go to the right or left to compensate for what amount to wind. There was a heavy wind that was picking up as a sandstorm was coming oh. in. And uh, I was actually looking and said, hey guys, you know, he's, he's actually compensating for the wind right. right here. That's what's actually happening because he was still going straight and it was, kind of, it was kind of weird. He was kind of drifting off a little I bit and I looked over and saw the guy doing this. He was trying to compensate for the wind. Yeah. So apparently there was you know, wind effect in there as well as it relates to the weather. Yeah, I, I think that's absolutely fantastic. Yeah. I think Chris had mentioned, uh, or somebody had mentioned in passing, also the fact that because those planets revolve around their star, um, you're just natively going to have you know night and day cycles as well. Yeah. Which and I think is and not only that, but they had uh, realistic particles uh, scattering. So yeah. you get actual sunsets and sunrises, yep. depending mm-hmm. upon how far the camera, in that case, is away from the sun and the angle at which the light's supposed to be coming right. through the atmosphere. And the, the, the fact that they're... They are accurately mapping that. Was some of those sunsets are were gorgeous. Absolutely beautiful. I, I see a lot of um, a lot of desktops. Yeah, a lot, yeah. A lot of screen, yeah. desktops. A lot of screen cap. A lot of screen caps coming. Uh, yep. When uh, it's going to be great. Yep. Love love my uh, whatever those are called. One of my favorite uh, uh, parts of the evening was as he was approaching that herd. I guess or what would be the uh, proper collective noun for dragonflies. Um, That's a gaggle. A gaggle. gaggle. Yeah. Yeah, we can make it up. There probably isn't one. So yeah. I'm saying we're safe in making it up. You but, probably call it a swarm, but let's be honest, that sounds stupid. I, I, think, I think John caught it, but as, as he was running up to somebody across the aisle from him, I said, Catch a ride! Hey, Scooter's in this game. That's cool. Uh, so um, anyway, he got on the dragonfly, continued his quest, and ended up, uh, made uh, uh, Hardpoint very happy uh, when uh, he discovered the, uh, the, uh, remains. the remains of the um, uh, javelin. javelin. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And, and that, javelin had been there for a while. Yep. Well, and speaking of your particle effects, when he was crawling, you know, inside... The engine is out? Yeah. yeah. Did, anyone else, did anyone else think Force Awakens? Oh, oh of course. That totally. first scene with Ray inside the, I, the, I, the I, said, I said to Mark, I said, where's, the, where's that single piano Someone wait for it. Someone will will uh, cue that up. I'm sure of it. What a great place! Yeah, I looked over at Jimmy. I said, "Oh man, what a great place for a smuggler's den." Oh yeah, literally just park in there. You could park. You could park your Herald in there. Uh Done. But anyway, yeah. But and I think we we left out that there was some some gunfighting between uh, between the time where his uh, rover got blowed up and when he got to the javelin sniping. Yeah, yeah, some sniping. There was there was a fair bit of pew pew. Um, we also for the first time saw some blood. We saw AI. Yeah, we, we saw see AI. we see um, AI characters. And we were speaking to someone earlier, and I won't go into detail just because I don't know you know anyway. But I know or, or afterward. But oh, uh, with Steve. Yeah, yeah. But I won't go into detail about it because you know I don't I want to. 
get anyone in trouble. But it's well, just somebody a, was recording them the whole time. It's a true so, story, but you know, yeah. I mean, the, the INN guys are pretty good about it too. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But Steve, uh, uh, for those of you in podcast land, um, we had a, a delightful conversation with Steve Bender. Very and, nice and, uh, animation. Yeah, and he's he's incredibly passionate about what he does. So he was talking a, quite a bit, and I leaned over and whispered yeah, to his yeah. ear, "I'm like, hey, just FYI, you're on camera." And he kind of looked over and was like, "Oh yeah, okay, right." Yeah, yeah. but anyway, uh, he, he when you're watching the the, the animations. Let you know that there is; those are not the final animations for right. the, the the AI in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, they did those seem are very stand-ins. Simple. They're in the process of working on that now. Right. That's their next step. So, you know, please be aware of that when you're looking at those. They did feel a little stiff. Yeah, you know, some of the guys. Well, standing there. Here's my face. Shoot it. Yep, exactly. Well, yeah. I, 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 I when Steve got off stage, uh, when when let's say Bender, when Bender got off stage, I was like, you know, the presentation was great, and he was like, oh, I hated the the, the animations. I hated the way they looked, and I'm just like, well, yeah, but it's like I mean, that's his know. passion. That's what he does. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Yeah, it's like uh, I was telling him, like, well, it's kind of like as a musician, it's kind of like recording a demo and playing it for people. It's like you're kind of cringing because you know what the song will sound like when it's done, but it doesn't sound like that when you're just playing the demo. Yeah, and, and he's like, yeah, it's the exact same thing. So, yeah. well, I forget who was actually playing the demo, but um, it was the head of QA in LA or Austin. One of the two. I can't remember his name. I, I apologize. Yeah. I really you know, no pressure. Boy, yeah, right. play, play one of those um, for a live audience. But <laughs> the uh, the animations were just kind of amplified by the fact that he kind of took his time to Lining take those shots. shots. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, be honest, I'll be honest. Like, well, I've got mode a, on. It doesn't matter. <laughs> taking a sniper rifle for that sort of thing is not the best weapon for that. Yeah. Because you need time to line up shots. And if the animations aren't great, then it exposes them. Yeah. With an assault rifle, you just you know bring it up, take a couple shots, and then move back down, and it would perhaps make it, make it look a little bit more smoother because you bring up that sniper rifle, and that dude is looking at you. He has enough time to get a beat on. You're like, no, nope, yeah. I'm gonna take my time. All right, take my shot. Well, they needed the scope though to show off some of the aspects of it, like they've zoomed yeah. in yeah. on the satellite. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was sense. talk about also neat is that. Uh, when they he took a moment to pause and zoom in, and you could see the space station up there. I leaned over and I was like, "We will at some point see the scene from Halo 2 when the Covenant fleet shows up over the ring, but will be done in live, and those will be actual enemies that you can reach, and not just a set piece." And that blew my mind. Yeah, that'll be absolutely amazing. Yeah. Um, As Chris know. pointed out, he said, "You know, those are those are spinning." Yeah, right. Yeah. Those are actually Which means you, see it. you will see yeah. ships yeah. probably. I mean, there's that scene in what was it the uh, one of the early scenes from um, A New Hope, where Luke is supposed to have been looking up and seeing the Corellian Corvette and the Star Destroyer, like with binoculars up there. We'll be able to see the fights no in space going on yeah. from down. Yeah, yeah large enough ships. Yeah. There's no reason you wouldn't be able yeah. to at this point. Yeah. Am I going to go up there? Ooh, no, not going. Well, to maybe I'll go awesome. around the planet the other we'll, direction. We'll stay here. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. But one, yeah, but getting back to the to the, to the demo. So he did he did the uh, did find the javelin. Went up there, tried to get in. Shot a guy at long range. Then went up there, did the stealth, the stealth kill, that the stealth was kill, awesome. which yeah. was neat. It was a, well, know. and we saw the right bef- before he got on the ship. We saw a glimpse of the worm. Yes, true. What we yeah. did, yes, the, the, the yeah. brief, giant sandworm the tail. Yeah, a very, yeah. a very nice surprise. Yes, um, to, I think everyone to was actually, pleased to see that. Yep, to actually see a little bit of um, um, creature, you know, creature life on the planet. Yeah. So Shep leaned over me and said, "The spice must flow." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Yes. Dune, Dune confirmed. 
<laughs> Except there was way too much water on the surface of that planet. There was. There was. For doing And no still suits. We need still No still suits, suits and no thumpers, man. Yeah. Gotta watch out for those worms. Yeah. 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 Um, but I think overall, I think it's safe to say that we're all very impressed by the demo. Um, you know, and very impressed to see it being played out in real time. Uh, you know, it's it's amazing to me. It's like they're, they're so much further ahead than than what they're able to actually put out. Um, yeah. You know, for a whole host of reasons, obviously. Um, but it was a beautiful demo. Well, there was that then that, that secondary live demo where they showed how they put all that stuff together, which right. was really impressive. <laughs> I really like seeing that. Like we could see the UI, we could see the tool system they're using. Right. If you look at the top left hand corner, it showed like this is running in the CryEngine system. I think one of the one of the takeaways from this particular presentation overall was the fact that you know yeah there aren't any uh, release dates at this point, but you know here is the we are doing this we right. are moving forward Not with bolts. this right and here are the nuts and bolts and here are the things that we're doing and I would imagine that a, a lot of the and I, I wouldn't even really call it a delay I would say a lot of the development cycle to this point has been building the tools to allow mm-hmm. for them to do this type of tech and well, it was a bullet do these point. types of things in the game. It was a bullet point in this presentation that they have like finished the tool systems that they needed to do right. that. And they are focusing mostly at this point on content generation. And I suspect we will see an explosion of, of progress yeah. because once the tools are finished, now it's just iteration. Building yeah, because that's the, you know, the, the, the challenge is, you know, first you've got to, first you've got to create the tools and then you have to build the universe. You know, well, that's what they said. Those I, are time consuming. I think I talked to a few people, and I heard one of the devs talking about that. They said they're really in the asset production phase now, which is where you start seeing crap tons of stuff show right. up because now all the back end stuff's pretty much done. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, their 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 R and D. I mean, for the most part, has been completed. Now they're just pumping out all the, all the stuff they need to do yeah. the game, which is the standard game stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, it seems to be where they're at at this point. And I would imagine that also holds true for Squadron 42, which would explain why you know we haven't seen a release date yet. Like yeah. The yeah. tools are done, the motion capture is done, um, all of the scripting is done, and so now we can move forward with the actual build. Yep. Um, or, or go forward with completing the actual build. Yeah. The, uh, the one thing that I think we should mention at some point uh, and this thing, actually, thing that actually impressed me the most and excited me the most was the 2.0 org stuff that they were showing. The oh, right, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. What, was, what was that system called? Oh, um, the Spectrum. Spectrum, Spectrum which, yeah. Is, yeah. which is the name of the in-fiction uh, news and entertainment system right. that the UEE yeah. uses, which is why they called it that. Oh, man. Well, it's, it's um, I, I think... That excited me. Mark and I were talking about it. It's, it's basically Discord for Star Citizen. Not just Discord, but Discord and Reddit. Because yeah, they had yeah, the, yeah, right. the yeah, forum thing, systems, yeah. the, which had a voting system built into it. Yep. Yep. Um, they had a. a, a the, they're they're hoping to implement a chat system and a voice system. Yeah. That is that is three D capable. You know that then what they said folks folks sure, the, the, the game yeah. game audio functionality. Yeah, game audio basically allowing you to deal with the or to them to you know uh, manipulate the audio. And none of this is is stuff that we haven't seen before. Uh, we have TFAR. In Arma, the right. task force well, radio. Well, it's really bringing said. everything together and making right. it in one. And that's right. what they Make said. It's seamless. And then yeah. Elite Dangerous has, has done this, too, where they have a, a VoIP system that is also has in-game hooks. Yeah, and that's yeah. not that's not uncommon. What, what do they call that when when uh, it's, like, spatially aware? Um, like, it's placing your voice on your character. Yeah, so and it's like a 3D audio. Proximity. Proximity. Proximity, yeah. Proximity, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. it And the interesting thing about the voice stuff is that it's going to work out of game. 
because yeah. it's like a separate client. Right. Yeah. It runs in the launcher. That's so funny because I remember I remember hearing stuff about uh, uh, Eve players like waking up at 3 a.m. in the morning because they were getting alerts and information that some big battle is happening or like people coming home from work because they've got notifications right. and alerts that some sort of we're going to have that at some point. Oh, I can't, like, I can't wait for the day where I'm like, listen, i got to leave work. It's an emergency. Oh, my God, is everything okay? Yo, no, no, somebody's raiding my base. i got to go. i got to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, the joke on stage was that um, one of the things you have to say is I'm restarting my game. <laughs> that was yeah. I thought that was very that was very tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I'm restarting my client. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, it's well, true. I wonder why. And I think well, that's the big problem most – I mean, that, that yeah, absolutely. between it's, us, it was, hey, look, a, a, you know, an in-game voice – over IP would be fine, but what happens when you're out of game? Right. Mm-hmm. This answers that. Hey, look, it yeah. works out a game. When you're in game, if there's a proximity issue or you know whatever how it works out, you can get in there. Uh, can anyone else agree? Best feature ever: the party system outside of the game, then log in yes. in the yes. party. Yeah, that's amazing, and, and, and that was that's, fantastic. That's and that's the thing that has um, kind of gimped those systems in games yeah. like, like you know World of Warcraft and like Eve where it's just like yeah if your game crashes you're just you're done you can't even tell anyone your game crashed yeah um, and so yeah integrated that way is just yeah, it's making it, yeah, back and forth and a meal just hopping with your friends so the party already you guys are all home okay I'm in there don't worry about it we're getting stuff set up I'll meet you this and such place yep. and we'll, we'll head out and it tells you where the people are at yeah, yeah. and it seamlessly uh, transfers over into proximity voice when you're in game, yeah, right? And they're going to have mobile apps, right? Right. Yeah, right. I do hope that there is an offline mode so that if if I just want to for a while just play by myself, I can set myself to like. Yeah, I do not disturb. Especially, things, especially like if you're out smuggling something, you don't want people knowing that you're out smuggling something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. What a little me time <laughs> icon, that yeah, right? Exactly. Icon, which we can Jim, add by ourselves. Jimmy at Dicks. Hmm, I wonder what he's doing yeah, over there. It's so face. granular that it says smuggling. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what should we be doing? Smuggling. Oh well, now we know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna change it to shipping uh, or, or hauling kittens. Yep, hauling kittens. That'll be the code. Hauling kittens. Yeah, no, and I would imagine. I, I would think that they might not do something that shows you like offline, like say, like a right. like with, with like a PS4 where you can just you know note that you're you're where it shows you're not online. Right. But maybe they can do something like you can mask your signature, you know, yeah, maybe um, or send a false. Well, Steam location. has an offline mode, and I some, and I've used it in the past where okay. if I want to play something on my own and I don't necessarily want to be talking with everybody right, at the right, same right. time. I'll just set myself as offline and then just go play whatever game I'm playing. Yeah, I I would be surprised if they don't have a status thing. Well, they can do, like I said, do not disturb a busy, you know, an AFK or an offline. And so they were saying that they expect that to be rolled out or the the beta of that to be rolled out. A couple of weeks. Before yeah, the end they, of the year. they they were you, they were Take just the grain shopping. It is it is yeah. it is uh, the uh, um, well, CIG and right? yeah, yeah it's Turbulent has apparently. But you can tell that they were just they were dying to say that like you know it's coming out in two weeks and that they you, they were kind of like they were like that's coming out in two weeks it's very soon very soon yeah the features that are supposed to come first are the forums and the chat right um, and then the voice and. Um, Seem to be farther down with the launcher, I think, was yeah. shortly yeah. thereafter Six as well. or eight weeks or something. They said well, the right. voice Six stuff. to eight week yeah, yeah, cycle is what it was going to be. After so the initial cycles, release. Yeah. I was very um, surprised. That was the thing that surprised me the most was the 2.0 stuff, like org 2.0 stuff. I, yeah. and, I lo- and I leaned over to Grant and I was like, are they... He sounds like he's leading it to org 2.0, which 
when they interviewed us for like what things are you expecting the most out of this uh, citizen con my first response was squadron 42 right yeah i never right. expected to hear anything about org 2.0 no. yeah. well i think anyone did no. yeah no, absolutely but there was so much desire for it i think that's what led to yeah. this apparently yeah well we're gonna have to have some serious conversations about our website now because that's the <laughs> i was gonna i was to say it sounded yeah, like i'm like kind of, kind of what? what's the point then yeah, yeah. first cast yeah. yeah i don't I'm know i have to get a new t-shirt damn yeah. it I mean, the way they've implemented it is, like, the best I've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, the best – the forums are totally live, so new posts are coming in Well, it's clear that they took a look very clearly at what are traditional – not traditional, but modern and new communication systems built. I would not be surprised at some point to find out that they also have Twitch integration and streaming integration into that same system. Yeah. Yeah. They've already got it on the website. Well, they're going to have a ship for it. They're going to have the makeup. Yeah, and they want to. Right. That's the other thing. They want to do that. It's it's great free advertising. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. It'll be interesting to see, um, you know, because that's the thing is like like when I do Quantum Drive on Thursday nights, I actually go into uh, our chat channel over at. Um, at, at Robert Space Industries, the official chat channel, and it's just like it's crazy to me because I'm like nobody. It doesn't seem like anybody, you know, not just our org, but just in general, it just this seems like nobody no really uses that right that no. function, and it just seems like it's going to waste. So yeah. it's nice to see that they're it's pushing the envelope when they're and, doing streams sometimes, right? Yeah, but stuff, but yeah. it's just a standard. I mean, that's just a standard. It's, yeah, exactly. But it's just it's not being utilized. No. Right. So the, this new um, the, this new revamp of, of the site entirely is just fantastic, and yeah, it's going to be inter- interesting to see if if it functions and works better than what we have right now at firstcast.org, which mm-hmm. is a phenomenal site. I honestly, from what I saw, it looks like it's going to be a perfect solution, and I especially liked how easy it was to switch between. Um, it looked like like different org pages um, or over on the left. Them. Yeah. yeah, you can bookmark. Um, like forum posts and different chats and you can have private chats and it looks like basically um, Discord which is a fantastic service um, mixed with a really nice forum so every org page is going to have their own forum now so yeah it looks that was the most uh, exciting part of the show for me to be honest yeah same here well um, and of course so the next question is, what's next? And so we did, Chris did talk about, uh, uh, or he updated his roadmap for what we can expect coming up in, uh, well, we know what's coming up in 3.0. We're going to uh, get uh, the first version. I guess we're going to get something similar to what we saw in the, in the Homeworld demo. Right. Um, I, can I just say, um, as someone that has dreamed about the opportunity to, to genuinely smuggle in a game for, I have dreamt about that for 15 years mm-hmm. um, it was amazing to see that up on the screen for 3.0 we'll have cargo and smuggling and I just smuggling I was like holy cow there it is for the first time ever because back in the Star Wars Galaxies days that was a big point of contention with the smuggling community was that we never we were never able to smuggle and we had thrown tons of proposals together um, about you know developing some sort of even just a, a very cursory or a very basic contraband system so just to see that up there on the screen was just huge for me. And I'm really excited to see what they're going to do and how they're going to implement some sort of illicit cargo or contraband system into the game. Right. So uh, that, for me, you know, obviously is like, was the biggest takeaway from seeing 
um, the the reiteration of what we were going to see in 3.0. And that was was that 3.0 or was that 3.1? No, that was 3.0. 3.1 was the mining and refining stuff. Mm. Boy, 3.1, 3.2, and 3. Point, was it 3.3? They are. Uh, they got the rest of the year basically skimmed. Yeah, this is definitely. next year. This is yeah. next year. Yeah, yeah this is this is definitely a year long roadmap. And and Chris, it's funny because Chris had mentioned, you know, um, he's like early on we had talked about how um, when two came out, right. we were going to be releasing um, patches every month. And I think we talked about this on the show when they it. said it, and we were like, "That's not going to happen." I mean, right. historically, we just know that's not going to happen. Right. And sure enough, tonight was Chris was like. Yeah, so that didn't really happen. Well, we're <laughs> so, current through May as of this point. Right. So what Chris was saying was that, you know, and the thing is, it's like, it's it's very ambitious to say we're going to release content every month. And they, they tried. And what they ended up with is they released content anywhere between six weeks to, to three months is kind of what we've seen since 2.0's release. And so that's what they're going to be doing going forward. So if you look at it as a three-month-long window between releases... This is a roadmap for the entire, for all of next year. Right. Yeah. yeah. All the way down. All the way down to four point Right. Which has the most ambitious thing of all, which is additional solar system locations. Yep. Wow. So but real quick, let's kind of go through and through the miracle of Reddit, we do have a, a copy of, of the slides from the presentation. Kids, thank your uncle Reddit. Thank <laughs> you, Uncle Reddit. Thanks, Uncle Reddit. Uh, in 3.1, as, as Ace was saying, we get mining and refining. Um, also, uh, quantum interdiction, which will be uh, be nice. Refueling, so folks that own a Starfarer, uh, that's, uh, I'm guessing that that mechanic is going to uh, come into play. Um, escort, now I wonder what escort means uh, relative to what we're going to be getting in 3.0. Missions, maybe, perhaps? Yeah, yeah. maybe, maybe we'll that's see definitely, that. That's definitely what it is. That's definitely not just a trader. You're not. You're not. You're not just escorting a trade. Someone that has a trading uh, mission. Ah. That's not a. Hey, I'm escorting the guy's trade on the trading mission because we know that there might be pirates. Right. That's you actually have a mission to escort a trader. Right. I think is what that's going to be. Well, an that's AI trader. Yeah, an yeah. AI trader potentially, maybe right. something like that. I'm wondering if it isn't or a way VIP for right. escorts to get paid. Well, it could be because otherwise, on the trading, I think initially you're going to see the, the, the transport is basically going to be, hey, the transport guy says I'm going through dangerous space. I need someone to, I, I have to provide that 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 money. It, it would make sense, right? But we have no way to, to pay each other. Now. Right. Well, you know what I mean. It's good. It's kind of a well. Hey, guys, let's all go. It's more. Well, I mean, right now it's more of a hey, help me right, through this right, mission. Right, right, right. I think that's probably what we'll see there. The escort mission, I think, is going to be a way to actually for someone to actually get paid just being an escort without right. having to worry right. about finding someone's actually just on a trade mission. Right. I, right. I have a feeling that's what the difference okay. is. Well, and, and you'll see, you know, one of one of the things I'm seeing in this roadmap is a lot more um, is, is a lot more content. You know, um, not just the the tech. You know, not right. just the um, the the set pieces, if you will, or, or the universe itself is a lot more actual player content, um, profession content. Yeah. So with 3.0, we, we're going to see piracy and cargo so obviously you know we're going to ask our friends to escort you know right. to help us out right um but then in in 3.1 then we see you know mining and mining and processing um and uh an escort as probably yeah you're absolutely right is probably more of a formal mission mission system that exactly. allows for you to 
get paid either doing it for players or maybe even doing it for AI. We got yeah. I was going to say the thing to keep in mind too is subsumption is coming in somewhere right, in here, right? right that's and right. that's where that's going to be in, in place where they're actually generating missions based on what's going on. Yeah, I would like to to point out that nowhere in this roadmap for next year is the word healing or. Or medic? Oh, that's you know, true. No, there was. There was a. Uh, well, in three point one, the Drake Cutlass Red and Blue are going live, but we don't know. What, no medic, what they're there's do. no mention of, of any sort. Right. Of, I, I would assume medic. some of that is two point six. I could swore there was something on it said something regarding not. Uh, and obviously, you just looked through it, so probably not. They mentioned. Did they, did they mention repair? repair? Yeah, repair. So rescue. Yeah. I mean the rescue thing. I have a feeling perhaps. There may be a little in the rescue because before that, right? But, but I mean, is it going? Is it going to be that I'm actually going to be able to use like the healing beds that are in my Cutlass Red, or do I just get to run around punching people with healy pens? Yeah, it's a well, good point. Yeah, currently we don't even have that. I mean, well, we currently have pens. Yeah, but they don't they don't work. Yeah, they, they don't work. Do they? They, they do. work. Well, yeah. they're very crude, but they do. They do. Work. Yeah, yeah they, they work. They, like if you have a, a damaged leg and you hit yourself with a healy pen, then well, the obviously I need to get shot more. Yeah, <laughs> H, I believe, or shot shot very specifically. Yeah, given given what they're showing before. That I think we may not be seeing an actual—I mean, an actual doctor profession type of thing. But given the fact that we have uh, um, the ships that are coming out, especially the, like I said, the colors red and blue, uh, the you know some of the mercenary stuff. But I mean, it, I can guarantee you that the importance of being able to heal people up is going to be probably greater than the farming that comes in there. I would, uh, think. I would think How so. More integral to the playing <laughs> mechanics. So, I am going to say that even though that says rescue in with farming, I'm going to guess that more than likely you are going to see something either before or very or or with that you know at that level of of, of importance because uh, that's going to be very important for a squadron 42. Right. B. I mean. Yeah. Any group play that's yeah. going to require that you want to do any anything extended past a single fight. Now, 3.0, we're going to see. Um, Stanton fully fleshed out? Uh, the I, idea I is that Stanton is a system in whole. That, that, that's the key. That's the key. Right. It'll be the Stanton system. The, so, okay, so the Stanton system will be in whole. Will, will be there in whole, and there'll be more area, more playable areas, but there, but it won't be complete because through the presentation they talked about adding more to the Stanton system. And that's that's what it's just you know additional solar system locations. What they're talking about, I think, there is hey, we're going to give you the whole system, probably the main planets. Yeah, you know, and more than likely, probably the the fleshed out landing zones and whatnot they have, as well as those plan- the right. related planets. Probably, what we're not going to see is things like uh, uh, um, the missions, the special, the, the places of interest, the points right. of interest, right? Things like that. The actual uh, the ones that the artists have gone in and built up that type of stuff. I imagine that's the kind of thing they're talking. It won't be till three point four that there's a Starbucks in every single. Exactly. Nice. Space station. Okay. Yeah. 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 Only Starbucks. I, I need my uh, hot caramel, caramel macchiato yeah. upside down. Is anyone else super excited? I was super excited when I saw the mercenary covert operations. Three point two. Okay. So well, let's let's real quickly go through this. Make sure we hit all of the uh, important things. So in three point one, uh, the, uh, the uh, we mentioned the cut list. The Hull C is going to be playable. Okay, so there's going to be a lot of people out there that are, are happy. I know Shep was sitting next to me. He got he got all all giggly when when uh, they read that off. Uh, the Miss Prospector is going to be uh, um, uh, working. So uh, John, John, you have a Prospector, don't yep. you? Yep. Good. So um, to go with your Orion, so that'll be cool. 
And then, I don't have the Orion. You don't? No, I melted the Orion to get the Prospector because I I feel like it'll be more fun to start with something smaller and then work up to the oh, Orion. Oh. He learned it from watching you, Dad. He learned it from watching <laughs> you. Jeez. You are the cause for this. <laughs> and then the Origin 85X, is, uh, which I believe is the... That's um, the snub that goes along with the... Uh, 890 Jump. 890 yeah. Jump, yeah. yeah. So then in 3.2, we're going to get the salvage, repair, mercenary covert operations, additional solar system locations. That means more Starbucks. Um, and then uh, the new ships, we're going to get a couple flavors of the Constellation, the Taurus, the Phoenix, the Phoenix with the hot tub, mm-hmm. hey. Um, the Anvil Terrapin, woo! So um, I guess scanning is going to have to be a thing. Yeah. Scanning is going to have to be a thing by then. Uh, well, yeah, because if you think about it, too, we're also going to get the uh, the Vanguard uh, Sentinel, and, and the Herald will have already been in game for a time. Right. So I think that, yeah, we, we will potentially see some more of those mechanics, scanning mechanics, and, and um, you know maybe even some data mechanics. I would say that's almost definite. I think at this yeah. point, what we're really looking at is this is not covering some of the things that may be a little bit closer yeah. Than, than these are mentioning. Yeah, broad, and, you know, broad, I think that these are all... Yeah, these are very broad, broad stroke bullet This points. is a very broad yeah. stroke, yeah. <clears throat> In 3.3, we're going to get the farming, um, and then rescue. Um, I guess we're, we're not going to be able to search yet. We're just going to go straight to the rescuing. Um, uh, again, additional solar system locations. And then for the new ships, we're getting the Anvil Carrick, the 890 Jump, um, the Banu Merchantman, I think that got the that biggest was, applause that was of the huge. night. Yeah, because that, that ship, people have been asking for that ship yeah. since the, like for three years now. Yeah. So. yeah. And then all versions, all variants of the Misk Reliant are coming in 3.3. Um, and then from 3, 3.3, we are going straight to 4.0 and jump points. Yay! So we're going to travel to multiple star systems at that point, uh, exploration and discovery science and research and additional solar system locations and more starbucks more starbucks science and research might include the medical field could be potentially well if if, but you see that was i read that and i I went down and i said oh my my endeavor's got to be in there the endeavor's not listed that's true endeavor is not listed so uh, but the RSI Orion, which I guess that's the big mining ship, right? Yeah. Uh, the big mining ship, and then also the Crucible, which also got a, a, a pretty good uh, cheer. There's yeah. a lot of people out there that want to, you know, nom, 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 broken ships. No, so. no the Crucible's the repair, repair ship. Repair ship, ship. Yeah. yeah. So what, uh, which one's the nom, 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 Reclaim, that's the Reclaimer. Reclaimer. And did we get any word on that? Yeah, that is 3.2. 3.2. Ah, oh, yeah, down there at the very end, below yeah, yeah. the uh, the vanguards. Yes, so that'll be um, that'll be uh, that made people happy too. I mean, Cookie Monster in those ships all over the place. So through the so basically through the course of the year, we're going to see a lot more. Um, you know, and this speaks to what we talked about earlier. We're going to see a lot more assets. We're going to see a lot more. Um, you know, playable mechanics. You know, now that the tech is done, and now that they're able to kind of churn this stuff out quicker. They're gonna. The game is itself is going to be fleshed out. Is what I take away from this. Over well, if you the take away from this, this year, exactly. If you look at it realistically, we're talking three to four months between. That means they're coming out with. I mean, look at look at the list of ships. That's more than one a month. Yeah, completed ship. I, I wonder. They only miss. They only list the whole sea. Um. So I wonder where the rest the of the others. Are. Yeah. I'm sure that's the one they're using to test. That, that system, they picked something that had enough cargo to make it worthwhile, but not yeah. something that's super cheap. I mean, it's, it's probably the most popular one. Yeah, probably. It's right in the middle. Yeah, it's, a good, it's a good middle ground between the, you know, 
hall A's and B's, which really aren't going to get you that much, you know, versus the hall E. Yeah. It gives you a good, I think it's to give you a good idea of how bulk transport might work. It seems to be the case. It kind of bums me out, though, because, like, my plan was to use the prospector to do a bunch of mining and then use my whole B to pull all this stuff away. Um, but so that's have, not going to be for a while, You'll just have extra space to see. They'll probably give you a loaner C. Yeah, probably. If not, I'm sure someone in the work has a, has a C. They'll be happy to help out. Or an E that will be a C because that's what they'll give them as a placeholder. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or something along those lines, yeah. So how are they doing farming without the Endeavor? On status? You I think guess. they'll do that? On Maybe. Where else are you going to do it? That's the only one that is available thus far that has it. So yeah, I was surprised to see that. Yeah. That's that's interesting. I did mm. not. It, it could also be. I mean, it could also it, you know first iteration. You know where you do some farming and you basically just take that stuff and just sell it for credits. You know, it could be. Yeah, you know, yeah it could be something, something where you can do it on. You know, it could be on planet. Right, maybe on planet. In, a, in a in a hab cube type of thing or something like that. That's yep. always possible too. They could do some kind of a greenhouse setup in, on, on a planet. Yeah, just got something like that. Maybe That'd in be, your hangar. Because <laughs> I'm just, I'm just. I'm busy to, telling my fields inside my hangar, guys. Hang on. Because like, it doesn't seem like there's very much um, persistence as far as like placing down permanent things that other people could come and see on a planet's surface. Um, like, it doesn't look like you could. I don't know if you. You can, can actually affect the planets. Yeah. Saying. Yeah. 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 Well, it's very possible. Maybe you can't. I would imagine, though, if I had to guess, since they don't have that listed, which is interesting, I didn't really think about that, I would I would place my money that they will have land-based or even space station-based farming, farming environments, farming environments yeah. to, for testing for that particular purpose, yeah. just to try it out and see how it works. Yeah. I, I mean, they have the picture of the Endeavor there. here, so I just assumed there would be the Endeavor, and then Gleep just right. now said there is no Endeavor, so I don't... You know, the, the other thing, too, is over the course of this week, everybody on the forums could be asking the exact same question, and they might be like, oh, yeah, no, the Endeavor's in there, we just forgot to put it in the bullet points. Yeah, um, or, hey, we're, we're doing something else, don't yeah. worry about it, it's yeah, just or, a Yeah, form. or, yeah, um, yeah. I think it's probably an easy fix if, if the ship's not going to come out is that module... Could easily be attached to uh, a, I think you station, station or on the space ground. station. Yep. Yeah, and you just for testing purposes, you are able to go yeah. in and do that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think that's more than reasonable. Or like I said, it's completely reasonable that there would be some kind of habitational greenhouse yeah. types of things on planets. Or, or they're planning to use the Endeavor, but they just didn't want to announce it yet. You know, yeah. they, they may be like, you know what, we, we're, we're hoping that we'll get the Endeavor in, but we might not. Yeah, because this, I mean, three point three. If they do a three month cycle, puts it somewhere. I mean, we're talking like nine months out. Yeah. So. Let's or they'll honest. just build all the farming stuff, and they'll say the only place you can do farming is on the Endeavor, but it's not in the game. <laughs> there you go, perfect. Or, so no, hey, we, got, we made our point, but uh, you can't actually do it. Well, the only place you can do farming is on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, well, so uh, definitely um, a very good uh, presentation. Was there anything else that we, we missed after that? We did miss We did miss about them using the editor, kind of showed us how they... Right, right, right. That was, yeah, that we, that yeah we touched a little bit on that, yeah, just yeah. To, to kind of pulling the curtain back, and I think they even, they even said that, to, I think I'm actually yeah. quoting them, where they were just like, we're pulling the curtain back to show you what's going on behind the scenes. Right. Um, you know, it, it's I I can almost guarantee that there are gonna that there are going to be um, people that are going to be complaining that there were no release dates. Um, but again, you know, seeing the passion, you know, talking to people afterwards, uh, Steve Bender's a great example. Yeah. fantastic um, guy. Yeah, I mean, these, the, the, this 
development staff is pouring their heart and soul into a game that is not being pushed by a deadline. It's not being pushed by um, a publisher to just get it done. Mm-hmm. And I think over, you know, we've seen, you know, No Man's Sky is a great example of that. And we, I think we had kind of all talked about that um, yeah. tonight, where it was like, you know, you had this kind of this ideal, but then. Sony bought the company, and I, I think that they did, in fact, push the game too quickly. And so the game wasn't, they weren't allowed to fully realize the game. And unfortunately, you know, okay, the game's done, we're releasing it, and it's like, well, you're not releasing it with the features that you said you were going to release it with. And so for me, as far as Star Citizen goes, I'd rather not have a release date. You know, I'm seeing work, I'm playing work. So. Okay. Yep. When it's done, it's done. Yeah. You know, as and long as if we go a year without any new content or, or anything anywhere, I would think that you know obviously the community would be upset. But historically, over the last three four years, we've not seen that. Yeah. It's not like getting we iterations. Are, it's not like we don't have anything else to do in the meantime. Right. Yeah. And yeah. the thing to keep in mind, I think you're really like the takeaway I had immediately was that okay, these are all great. We've got some timelines. It's just for the next year ish. Realistically, though, within the next six months, you're gonna be having a lot of fun in Star Citizen. Yeah, that's very. Two point six is yeah, gonna I agree. That is yeah. very safe to say. It, regardless of what you like doing, within six months, you're gonna be having a great time. Yeah, well, that's not to say that that they won't have Squadron Forty Two done in February. March, that's just April. it. Yeah, and I think, yeah, yeah, I think regardless, yeah. I think you know we're on the we're on the we're on the home stretch here in terms of yeah sitting around <laughs> trying to make up something you know, carrying Big Benny's. Uh, vending machines around right, because right. there's really nothing else to do and we're trying to have fun. Yep. You know? I am a little bummed that they they said that Squadron 42 would be out this year just because it was kind of a big PR thing. And yes. I feel like they they ran like that trailer and stuff on all the big uh, gaming sites. Yeah, said big, big and big bold numbers. Like Star trailer. Citizen is coming out in 2016 and now it's not. So it's kind of... Because like, when they say like Star Marine is coming out in March... Like, the the general populace of gamers don't hear anything about that. But when you when you hear that the story part of Star Citizen is coming out in 2016, people will probably remember that. I think the key to look at though is, is just what Chris said: is hey, you know what? You love Uncharted Four, and we hear you know it was supposed to come out in November and it didn't until February. Yeah. Who really cared? Yeah. Yeah. It's a gaming community. Everyone knows. That's it true, forever. but everybody's been waiting for Star Citizen to release for four years. True, but you know what? I mean, game, and, game development takes forever. But I know what you're saying. And, and but to gamers, it, it feels like 16 years. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. absolutely. Well, we were talking about that earlier. It's you know, when you're when you're dealing with a game, so when you're doing closed closed doors with a publishing company, you know, there's no there's no investment. You know what I mean? You're, it's just kind of like, oh, this game's in development. Well, yeah. whatever. It'll come out when it's done. Who cares? You know, and if it if it goes long, the people that are following the game are like, hey, you know, where's the game? Whereas with Star Citizen, you know, they're pushing envelopes, and the development cycle on the game itself is long. I knew that when I backed the game when Arena Commander came out. When when I read through the documentation and started following the game, I'm like, this game's going to take forever to come out. And so I realized that right away. And I think that one of the big differences um, with the Star Citizen community is a, most backers, not all, but most backers realize that it's a long game yeah. and that this isn't going to be a three-year you know, development cycle. It's going to be more like a six-year development cycle. Yeah. You know, And it's not unprecedented. We all know that. We've seen other games that have taken five, six years to come out. So, you know, like I said, for me, I, you know, the proof is that I see the development and I play the development. 
and they are it might take three months between patches but they are putting out significant content right and it all lines up with with the narrative that they're spinning too you know um, in that you know it there were blockers that needed to be overcome there were tools that needed to be developed um, the the engine needed to be rewritten in a lot of places and, and all of that um, lines up with with the development that we've seen in the game and the development that we're seeing now. Yeah. So yeah. it doesn't give me any cause for alarm. It doesn't, you know, even if even if you know next year at CitizenCon they're talking about you know 4.0 and beyond for another year. You know, I agree with Mark. In six months, there's going to be a lot for us to do, and there's going to be a lot to play. And I, I honestly think that Star Citizen proper is going to be more of a soft open. It's going to be like, oh yeah, no, the game is live. It's been live for you know six months. Like Minecraft. And, yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. And then at some point they'll go, yeah, okay, the game is officially live. Well, I think we'll what will happen is eventually it'll switch minutes. over, you know, when they start saying, okay, UEC is a thing. Yeah. That's when you'll know. You yeah. know, like, hey, look, you actually have to buy things with UEC now. Yeah, and it sticks. Yeah, exactly. The there, there are no more server wipes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm waiting it's for live. the beta. That's all. Yeah. I'm waiting for them to, at some point they'll announce the beta, because they, they, especially because they're aware of stuff like Operation Pitchfork. They yeah, will yeah. probably make a point of saying, like, okay, this is... It, it seems like if, if they're going to follow this cycle, it seems like CitizenCon next year will be release dates. It seems like if, if all, of the, all of the things that they're talking about in this roadmap are implemented by the time we roll into 4.0, we've got a pretty fleshed-out game, you know, barring certain things like, you know, medical mechanic. Yeah. Um, well, it might be something that we're now, okay, now we're moving to the beta phase. Right, yeah. We're now, feature complete... Now we're moving to beta right. phase. Exactly. That's very possible, you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think, but the star of the evening, of course, is community. And yeah. uh, so uh, I think that the uh, uh, the community uh, uh, was there in force. We all had a good time. It yeah. was great to see people that we had uh, not met in person before. And I wanted to give a shout out before we go to um, a couple of folks uh, that uh, that uh, came up and, and talked to me. Uh, Todd, uh, um, yeah, yeah, is uh, actually volunteering for CIG. I'm assuming he's a he's a local guy. Yeah, I, I would guess so. Yeah, and uh, he um, uh, came up and just said, you know, hey, thanks for doing the show. I listen to it every week. You know, so you know, t- thank you, Todd, for listening. You know, it's nice to know that there's somebody yeah. out there on the other the other side of the the microphones um, uh, paying attention to what we're doing. Uh, for me, it's like you know, I, I mentioned this to you guys. I went to the last Citizen Con in LA. It was the three years ago. And it was, or two years ago, right? Um, and I had, I had backed Arena Commander, and I'd been playing for a while, and I didn't know anybody. Yeah. You know, I didn't have none of my friends. You know, here were playing, were backing it or playing it, especially in that early phase. And so I went cold. Like, I mean, I knew nobody, and I just showed up by myself, and um, I hung out in my car until doors opened. I didn't even stand in line, and the doors opened, and I went in. I, me too. Yeah. And I, I sat next to a couple of people, and, and you know, I struck up conversations and whatnot, but I knew nobody. And now this time around, I'm sitting around a round table with, you know, four of my friends, you know, and, and two more extended families sitting watching. And I met a host of people from, you know, just fans to, to fans of Versecast, to fans of Quantum Drive, mm. um, people from the base, people from INN. Yeah. And it was like in just this short span of time, it's like, wow, I, I've, I've got, you know, there's this whole community that I'm a part of. And yeah, it was it was really it was a really cool feeling to to know that I've gone from literally knowing no one in this community to yeah. being you know actively involved and having like friends that like like you guys are all welcome like 
to come to my house and hang out. And Mark's, you know, been staying, you know, stayed the last couple of nights and got to watch my wife crush it on Overwatch. Totally crushed it. <laughs> True story. <laughs> that girl is hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so you're absolutely right. It really is. It's just an amazing community. It's an amazing community that that supports an amazing development staff, and it's cyclical. Everybody's so passionate about it. The community's passionate about it. The development staff's passionate about it, and um, it's just warm fuzzies. Yes, absolutely. And I do want to shout out also uh, that a couple um, uh, other guys with ships came up and uh, and spoke to me. Uh, Griffin Gaming from Chicago, who flew out from Chicago nice. for the event, came up and introduced himself. So thank you, Griffin, for doing that. And as did Jack Rabbit Seven, I think that's right. Um, but he's also in the org, and he uh, lives in in Northern California, not too far from uh, from myself and Lacondi. Uh, so uh, and Avi, so that was uh, that was nice of him to come up and, and introduce himself. Uh, he's a, he's a big follower of the game, and um, uh, he's bought packages for all his children. So nice, <laughs> yeah, future proofing. And uh, so we also wanted to point out that um, uh, in addition to the folks here in the room tonight, uh, also uh, Corporal Hicks was uh, was with us uh, at the event, as was Lucivar and uh, Shep's friend Swamp Chimp. So yes. and anybody that we missed, we love you too. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're sorry. Yeah, there were, we know there were a few more at the Bar yeah. Citizen. Um, that I know one gentleman was with some other people that he kind of he said hi, made a point once he had he had his TGWS shirt on, yep. Yep. and then he he got kind of swept away by his buddies, and uh, I, I completely forgot his name, but I, I do remember you. Well, and then we had <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. when we went to so we went to to dinner afterwards. Afterwards, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and while we were at dinner, there were two people over there who were sort of like new to the game, we're just getting started, a pair of newlyweds, and we're like like. Unveil the shirts, unveil the back of the shirts, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we'll totally look you guys up in the game later." So we did some live recruiting while we were at that restaurant. Your yep. recruitment bonus will be in your next check. Not, Thank you. Not this check. So is that zero? Carry the zero. Yeah, it's, two week, it's, zero it's, it's a two-week process. <laughs> <laughs> Until it gets the commission, it doesn't actually count. And, and again, even just that interaction speaks to the community. We were all right. sitting there in our own little world, doing our own little thing. We saw two other store citizens that we didn't know, and we we're like, "Hey, why don't you you can come sit come with us? Come yeah. sit with us and talk about the game." You yeah. know, it's a, it's a very warm, inviting community. And Agreed. It's, it's very Jedediah. Uh, Jedediah was yes. Jedediah did stop by. Yes, that was the, that the was bar the citizen. Yeah, yeah. that I was that Jedediah. I think he just. Uh, uh, registered on the website. Fantastic. So, yeah. Yeah. Very good. Very good. All right. Well, unless uh, so, those are our first impressions. I mean, uh, I think <laughs> I think if, for first impressions, that's a pretty good uh, a pretty good go at it. So let's call it there and say, please do go to engine.com. They are the quick, easy, and free solution for hosting your community website. That's e n j i n dot com. Be sure to check out Star Citizen The Base Radio at radio.starcitizenbase.com where you can find a broadcast of one of our shows every Saturday afternoon. Remember, we are now on the Google Play Music. And you can reach the podcast by email, comms at versecast.org. On Twitter, we are at versecast. Please do be sure to use the hashtag TGWS. Our RSI Star Citizen organization can be found at robertspaceindustries.com slash org slash versecast. On Steam, we are those guys with ships, and please do be sure to check out our gaming community website at versecast.org. Now is the time on Sprockets when we put our monkeys away. Wow, you updated it finally. <laughs> He's never going to do it. No, no, go, go. Isn't, isn't he first? Look at the notes. Oh. My name's Leap, and all my contact information is in the channels. Give me. <laughs> <laughs>
It's literally right there. It's not like you're all tabbed or anything. It's sitting in front of you. I'm very tired. His brain was all tabbed. There you go. Yeah, uh, um, I, as well, exhausted. My name is Jimmy. Uh, all my uh, contact information is in the show notes as well. Ace? I cannot believe you are continuing to deny me. We are sitting right here. I looked at that and I was just like, I can't believe you did that to me. My name is Ace Asamine. Say goodnight, Gracie. Will you at some point please... You started this process I'm and now right I'm just now. sitting here. Just, I can't spell no. Oh, I'm so sad. I'm so sad about this. All my show... My, there you go. There, thank you. Thank you. I guess better late than never. Um, all my contact information is in the show notes. Uh, I am generally speaking, speaking most chatty in the team speak, which we are not in now. So I apologize for that. Um, but uh, come say hi, and uh, you know we love to game with you guys. Uh, my information is probably not in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> not in the show notes. No. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the only Jonto, and you can email me at john at versecast.org. And I'm Mark MadCal. You can find me at MadCal1001 at gmail.com or Mark at Versecast.org. Uh, you can also reach me at comms.versecast.org if you really want to talk to not me, but somebody else who gets that email. Uh, finally, I'm also uh, interested in getting uh, proper backers for a glue sniffing contest I plan on holding <laughs> several states simultaneously next week. Uh, keep in mind, this is a free event, but you do have to bring your own glue. I don't really care how you get it, but I'm not paying for it. Uh, if you have any other questions, please go ahead and look me up at I don't give a <laughs> dot com. <laughs> oh, there went our family friendly <laughs> Right, really? PG 13, gentlemen, right there, yes. <laughs> it's beautiful that we can see uh, Gleet do his spiel and Mark do his spiel in live, live session right there. It's a beautiful thing. Until next time, then, <laughs> we are those guys with ships, and this has been our Citizen Con special event community podcast. See you guys. Bye. See the verse. Ace. Get over here and give me a back rope. Fine. <laughs> Where are the back ropes? <laughs>